one of tonight's nominees will win the Oscar for Best Picture, but they will live on because they touched something in all who saw them. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough Cut Retrospective, a podcast that talks about movies and TV and uh, Oscars, baby. That's what we're here for today with my esteemed regular co-host, Mr. Carter Sims. Hello, Carter. How are you? That's one powerful dog, Jackson. Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah. On top of that, we got two other guests. You saw him last? No, two weeks ago? They didn't see him. It's a podcast. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, don't let him drive my car, you know? That's <laughs> that's what I'm going for. <laughs> Cody Webb. Hello, Cody. Hey, how's it going? Oh, very excited to be back, man. And uh, yeah, not a bad take there. Actually, uh, I've been in a car crash pretty recently, so... Not wow. too sure. <laughs> Way to bring that up, Jackson. Jeez. A <laughs> little too soon, but you Come know, on, man. Jack to be back though. Appreciate it, man. Love, yeah. love, uh, love the bucket. <laughs> Glad to have you. Some call him Bell Slow. I call him Bell Fast. Introducing Corbin Zvokal. Hello, Corbin. How are you? I'm doing good. 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 That intro was a bit of a nightmare, Allie. Oh, uh, <laughs> happy are. to be back. It's been it's been a few months since I've been on the pod. So uh a good few months. And now you guys have to listen to me again. So I love we're it. back. We're excited. We've missed them. Um, we are here with uh, our compadres, of course. Jackson and I were just on their pod, their mm-hmm. season finale a couple days ago. So check that out. This is our shameless plug for you guys right now. Um, Cody and Corbin have a podcast and we were on it and it was lovely. And now we got them here for our season finale. We don't do seasons, but welcome to this episode. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Oh, and uh, today we're doing Oscars. Um, we're doing some Oscar noms and we're going to do our picks with our boys. And there's money on the line. Lots of big bucks. Five dollars to, to tell you the truth. Um, but we're so here. Much. So much. Money. That's all I have. So yeah, it's big money in Corbin's box. So, uh... <laughs> Huge. Um, but before we get there, Jackson, tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. What are you into, buddy? I know a lot. Wow. Yeah. I have a lot on my list. Uh, it's been two weeks since we've like kind of officially done this. So I have to say I binge watched all of the good place last week, which was amazing. Um, I'd seen the first season before, um, and I wanted to pick it back up and I went all the way through. Um, I don't think I've cried harder in a finale of a show. Um, it is just like scrubs heavy, man. Oh, I haven't seen scrubs all the way, but I'd cry a lot in that too. Cause I cry Mm. a lot. Yeah, then on top of that you know the oscars have uh the nominations have been released we did a little segment for cody and corbin's podcast and uh yeah so i've been looking at oscar nominations and just binging a ton of those so i've seen one two three oh, he's counting. four five six oh he's seven counting. eight oscar nominated movies this Holy week cow and i am just steamrolling through and it's been a blast yeah for you man Mm -hmm. power to you and the dog Um, yeah baby wonderful um i'll go and then i'll throw to to our our lovely guests um i watched one thing this past week and it brought me so much joy and so much testicular pain and i went to go see jackass forever and boy what a ride it was exciting I've, i've never seen a jackass film in theaters um and it was i will tell you the demographic all white men and it was uh it was so fun uh everyone was just like cringing 
And I have never seen so much testicular trauma in a movie theater. I got to say that like, wow. Um, but it was good stuff, fun stuff. And of course I picked jackass forever in our movie draft. So I had to give it some money this past week. Oh so. yeah. Heck Love yeah. That. That's what I got. And then I have been watching book of Boba Fett. I will say that, uh, it is a show. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen all what the hype's about, about this, what some crazy stuff has happened. I've seen like three episodes. I'm going to finish it all this week, hopefully. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's quite something. Um, but that's all I got. I'll throw to Cody. What you got, boy? Uh, I got some stuff, boy. Uh, basically this week, been on a little bit of a draw on the movies, but I have been still in the Game of Thrones. Oh, I've, I've nice. made it all the way through season two now. And um, season two, it was a little, you know, slow at the start. Obviously, at the end, you know, ramp up water. pace. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I did like it a little bit better in season one. So, I mean, if the show keeps building like that, obviously, it's going to be good. But uh, the other thing also that I was watching this week that I did want to touch on, uh, I started to rewatch Survivor season 40 again. Oh. Which, uh, <laughs> which one's that? That guy. That is the all winner season. Um, <gasps> oh, fine. Yeah. One of the best seasons, and it's a recent season as well. So I had only seen it once, so I wanted to rewatch it. And uh, it's just as good as on the second watch. So uh, if you haven't seen uh, season 40, definitely uh, recommend that as well. But that's uh, the gist of what I've been into this week. Cody, I haven't seen seasons one through 39, so I got some work to do. (laughs) Oh, just jump straight to 40. It's worth it. it. Cody, who's the greatest winner of all time? Uh, That's a loaded question. I can go on for an hour about this, but... uh, (laughs) I'll throw out a name. Kim Spradlin, one of my favorites. Come on. Classic. Shout out. Shout out. Mm. The true answer, Cody, the, the viewers. That's true. That's true. Jeff Probst hey. is what I, Jeff Probst is pockets. Probably. Boston <laughs> Rob. Shout out Boston that Rob. That Rupert guy from Indiana. That dude's a nut job. Yes. He never won. He never won. Good <laughs> for him. I don't know. Spoilers. <laughs> anyway, uh, Corbin, what you got, man? Uh, you know, we also haven't done uh, the, our similar segment on our podcast in a while. So I've, I've been into a couple things things uh, recently. I checked out uh, Okja from Bong Joon-ho. Ooh, uh, nice. Really weird Jake Gyllenhaal performance. But, you know, I haven't seen. Bong Joon-ho's movies always kind of deal with topics of like, you know, a lot of like leftist ideals. And and, and, and this one's very environmentalist and, and very, you know, anti uh, big business and, and big, far, uh, big farm and that kind of thing. So definitely an interesting take. Uh, I, I watched a movie that, you know, just barely didn't make the Oscars. Well, actually, it's a 2022 film, so maybe we still have a chance. Uh, Home Team uh, <laughs> is, a, is a great one. Jackson, you familiar with Home Team? I'm not. What is that? Well, I'll tell you. It's uh, the Kevin James film uh, uh, where he plays Super Bowl uh, champion Sean Payton. <laughs> and uh, you know what? It's amazing. He looks uncanny. You can't even recognize him in the role. <laughs> And it's one of the uh, best films of 2022, top two that I've seen that released this year. Nice. And uh, oh, wow. yeah, definitely check that out on Netflix. Netflix original, classic. Great. Uh, I watched it, a little bit. Is it better or worse than Here Comes the Boom? Oh, oh no. that's a classic. You can't compare two greats like that. There's usually <laughs> don't compare. <laughs> Uh, I also was in in a little bit of like a stand up special type thing. So I. Aziz Ansari, you know, he's a little, I don't, I don't know what, where the status is of him right now is. Me neither. If he's, he's good or not. 
there was some controversy a while back, uh, but he did a little like short 30 minute special that he recorded at a, a nightclub back in, in December. And it, it's very like a low key comedy special, super simple, but I, I enjoyed it pretty well. And then I also checked out uh, Derek Delgadio's in and of itself, which is on Hulu, oh. which is like a yes. magic show mixed with like, a white dude who needs some therapy and some introspective <laughs> and, and deals with loss. And it, I would recommend it. Everyone should check it out. It's, it's very interesting. It's unlike a lot of really anything else I've ever seen. Uh, it's a one man show that they did off Broadway in New York for a really long time. Definitely very interesting, especially from like a film perspective. Cause the show itself, I think would be cool to see, but I think they're able to capture a certain en- en- energy uh, with the filmed version. So, yep. That's what I've been into this week. Huge. Highly recommend that. that. That was one of the one of the better things I saw last year. So, yes, absolutely. Um, amazing. Jackson, let's move on. What is it? News flash. You think you're too cool for school. But I got a news flash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. News. Um, who's got some news? Who wants to start us off? I will volunteer to start us off. I nice. Fun news, I think, this week. Um, a little bit sad, but also pretty fun. So Channing Tatum, I'm sure you guys have seen this. Uh, um, we're going off sad off the start. Uh, obviously, he was in production or about to begin production of Gambit a while back. Uh-huh. And, um, an article finally came out of him talking about it. He said he's very, very sad. It felt like a friend who got ripped away from him at a point, And yeah. he can't even watch like the Marvel movies anymore. Because it just reminds him too much of Gambit, um, which is funny. But I mean, just throw him in the MCU. That's what I would say. But as well, because um, the the writer or the the going to be writer of Gambit directed Dog, so he was on a press tour. Uh, no, asking him about the movie. And as well, he described the plot as somewhat of a mutant Goodfellas, which I oh. thought was actually pretty interesting. And. I'd really like to see that. So, uh, yeah, Channing Tatum, Gambit, is that possible? I think maybe, and I'd be jacked to see it. Oh, my I, gosh. I, I think that's interesting. I think he's way too old, though, at this yeah. point. How old I is he? Like, he's like 40, right? I feel is like he? you got to give that to, like, a young 20-something. Yeah, like kind of, like, of course. 41, 41, 41. Yeah, give it to, like, Decker Montgomery or something and just kind of let it yeah. go, let it run wild. But Who, who's I think that's pretty fun. Who's Decker Montgomery? He's uh, Stranger Things. And Stranger Things? Oh, I haven't seen Stranger Things. Power Rangers. Oh. Yeah, Everyone played a human torch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, good. He's a really good actor, actually. He's I actually fun. like him. Yeah. Interesting. He's Australian, right? I think yeah, so. Mate. Yeah, mate. Huh. <laughs> I like that, though. So the, the guy who was going to do the Gambit movie did the dog movie? I believe he was the head writer for Gambit. And that he's made his directorial debut with Dog. Yeah. Oh no. So maybe it wasn't gonna be as good as we thought it was. <laughs> is what, you got a problem with dog? Yeah. <laughs> is dog actually a front for the Gambit movie that we're all gonna see in two weeks because it's actually Gambit and not that dog. would be wild. IMDB be- is saying that Channing Tatum was co-directing Dog. Did we know this? No, Ghost Channing. Was he a, wow. gonna direct the Gambit movie too? Was he gonna like was that the initial thought? I don't know, but apparently this guy who directed it also produced Magic Mike and White House Down Holy and Logan cow. Lucky. He's apparently Big Channing guy. Yeah, they must nice. be best friends. Huh. 
Weird. Wow. Yeah, he was definitely doing him a favor with the dog movie. Then. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> an Oscar so worthy movie. Huh. Interesting. Cool. All I right. like it. Good stuff. Uh, Jackson. Yeah, I just got one little news flash from last week since I figured we'd be talking mostly about the Oscar stuff. So I tried to lay off of that. Um, And it's Chloe Grace Moretz and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are set to star in this project called White Knight, which is a uh, movie about the Jonestown mass murder slash group suicide uh, cult incident. Separate from the Leo project? Where he's playing Jim Jones in a separate. Are we getting two Jonestown? Are we getting movies? two Jonestown things? Holy cow! Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I yeah, it's called White Knight. White oh. Knight. Hmm. Is Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing Jim Jones? That I don't know. The roles I don't think were specified yet. Former IU student Jim Jones. Oh, was he? Really? <laughs> <laughs> he's not an alum he graduated from butler uh anyway throw that out there. but wow, he did go he went to iu that's why he wild. lived in collins really anyway. yeah he did that's, that's so that, weird that's why that door was so yeah. anyway go hoosiers i always say um wow okay that's fun good stuff yeah. um corbin what you got you got any news well i have something really heartbreaking uh <gasps> you know cody brought something sad but i think i have something even sadder uh-oh Disney Plus Beauty and the Beast prequel <laughs> series has been put on hold. No, indefinitely, indefinitely. Oh. <laughs> what are we? What would do? that have been? Isn't it a Gaston? Lef- yeah, it's gonna be about Lef- Gaston and the other dude, Lef- Josh Gad. Lef- yeah. Yeah. Lef- yeah. the first gay Disney character. <laughs> Even though every year there's the first gay, gay Disney character, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. There's always a new one. <laughs> And they never they always, talk about it in the movie. It's always uh, after the fact. Like Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Oh, Jungle Cruise. What a film. Wow. Oh, that's Another, tough. So, yeah, I I know you guys are reeling from that, but hopefully we can yes, move on for the I rest am. of this podcast and still have a fun time. I'll do my best, but. Who, all, was the guy who played Gaston attached to it and everything? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, was going to be them. It was. Wow. This is breaking today. So wow. Last four hours. News. It's really sad. Production hell. Bad stuff. It. Well, um, here I'll, I'll 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 bring us back up. I'll give us some exciting news. Ready? Yes. Um, uh, actually, Cody was on when we talked about this. Remember when we talked about the Fight Club ending mm-hmm. in China? Yeah, yeah. And guess what happened? What? China restored the ending to Fight Club. <gasps> oh after, my god! After backlash, we did it, guys. Our the podcast, Fincher cut. The Fincher cut is back. We did it. Um, America saved. America saved. Thanks, China. <laughs> Shout out well, China. <laughs> um, so yeah, good for them. No more propaganda nice. baloney. Um, and then I want to rattle off three casting news. Okay. Ooh, let's hear it. Um, Dakota Johnson playing Madam Web. Can my, yeah. star, my star yes, Wars people yes. tell me? Star Wars people. Star too. Wars. Superman people tell me what that is. Who is that? I don't know who that is. So from what I have understood from this project is like the character is someone who holds like the spider verse together or something like she has something to do with the spider verse, oh. but the articles I read described her as like their doctor strange. So I guess she's going to be like a magic person in this. Mm. However, in the comics recently, they just made a new Madam web. Who's like not super old. So like, maybe it's going to be more of an original route of like a new character. But fun. 
Well, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Sony is <laughs> slipping back into their like they're like, oh, let's make an Aunt May movie. Let's make a Black Cat movie. Let's make a yeah. so I I'm kind of worried on as far as that goes. Because they're doing what that Craven movie also. Yes, is, they are, which I yeah. also have casting news from. Oh, okay. Ooh. Well, sorry. How about that? So get to it. That was good. Go for it. <laughs> um, so this Craven the Hunter movie, they have just mm-hmm. cast Russell Crowe as something unannounced unannounced he's just in the movie that's all i got for you interesting yeah who's and, that uh, and um they're casting... maybe he'll be his dad maybe yeah draven i don't know what his name is <laughs> maybe he'll be mr jekyll oh <laughs> that'd be the great. dark universe cinematic universe is back <laughs> that would be the most amazing uh secret movie within yeah. the movie what a time that was anyway uh and then i have one more um Taika Waititi has been cast in Lightyear. And uh, yeah, I don't know what the, is he Zerg? What's going on there? No way he's Zerg. When does this out. movie come out? Isn't it like like June, which was weird, <laughs> like July or something, because they just like have just casted somebody. I thought the movie was in the can, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what's going I on. I guess but... voice work is, you know. Yeah, you could do whatever the you last time you probably have to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, yeah. That's so um, weird. Though. Like, yeah, I don't know. What are they doing so for Zerg's voice? Because wasn't it just like a Darth Vader impression, yeah. like in Toy Story Two? Yeah. Okay. Josh Brolin's also in this movie, though. I feel like he. Ooh, he's because oh, Zerg he'd be good. Would probably be like an ideal Zerg, and Kiki Palmer too. Wow. Well, this is her year. Uh, this is Kiki's year. Nope. And um, other stuff. We just had something come out. Something oh, just came out. Okay. <laughs> I was just, she's in the Jordan Peele movie, right? She's in Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Trailer um, drops this Sunday. Everyone be ready. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, during the exciting. Super Bowl? See that? Nice. That'll no, be I huge. Didn't, I didn't see the teaser. I saw that. It um, was literally, well, so, okay. This isn't my news, but let's talk about it. For okay, a please. Uh, let's do it. So they did like a little teaser and it was like a combination. They included scenes from us and Get Out. And a lot of people are speculating that like, this is going to be like an unofficial trilogy of some trilogy. sort that they're all like oh. kind of connected some people are really like oh if you put the names together it's like nope get us out which i, I think is stupid <laughs> <laughs> wow. but uh yeah they did a little teaser and it was mostly just stuff from get out and us but there was even like a split screen of like uh lapito nyongo crying and daniel kaluuya crying and they did like those two scenes together so there mm. there are some indications that these movies may be connected in some sort of Jordan Peele cinematic universe. So, but, uh, yeah, would, would that mean that Daniel Kaluuya is playing himself, his, his same character, like his, his past character? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, Unsure. Yeah. I actually like that. That'd be interesting. That could be wild. Interesting. Guess we'll have to wait for Sunday. Yeah, when we'll get all the answers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you guys excited for the Super Bowl, or what are you guys feeling about it? Yeah, man, go Bengals. Yeah, I want to see them win too. I think that'd be pretty sick. I got my money on the Rams. I don't know. Really? I haven't yeah. bet yet, but I'm thinking about putting on the Bengals. A dude dropped like a million dollars on the Bengals. I don't know if you guys saw that. Was it the Texas what? guy? It was some like super rich dude just put a million dollar bet down. Well, there's the like the, the guy. This is all, there's like the guy who always bets on the Astros that he's like he owns a mattress company. So then like if he always does a deal where if the Astros lose. Or, or something like he does it so it, like he always makes money so it's like everybody you can buy a mattress but then if the astros win you get all your money back on the mattress but then he also bets on the astros 
So wow, like it okay. drives a bunch of business, but then he also like he always makes money at the end of the day. That is a man wow. who clearly he runs a mattress company. So clearly he's <laughs> laundering money somewhere. <laughs> so wow, what a genius guy. I uh, yeah. Let's get him on the pod, Jackson. Let's do it. Enemy. Uh okay. Kiki Palmer had a movie premiere at Sundance. That's what oh, I Oh, there you about. go. Atta boy. Thank he brought you. it back. Um, anyone else got any other news? Uh, I, I do have, uh, one other thing and it's kind of Oscars related. So if we can hit it last, if anybody else has anything, Ooh, I like it. Anyone else got anything? I have an Oscar related one too. So maybe it's the same one. Possibly. Uh, possibly. I do have one more, um, hit another me. dumb one, uh, which is classic for me. Dumb. But, uh, <laughs> Come on. Basically, uh, I know you guys have heard of the movie, you know, Mad Max Fury Road. It was nominated for best picture. George uh, Miller heard of him. Yeah, no, he's doing the uh, <laughs> Pinocchio movie, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> but um, evidently, Eminem was close to being cast as Mad Max in Mad Max Fury Road. I saw uh, this right? today. I should have yeah. written this down. <laughs> they were in talks, and Eminem was being strongly considered. However, he had to turn it down based on the fact that he didn't want to move to Australia for a few months to go film the movie. So uh, <laughs> What? Hey. They should have filmed in Detroit. They would have been. They should. If they, <laughs> looks, if they, Detroit, they have cars there. <laughs> he looks kind of like the uh, the the guys who like drive around and stuff, and who are covered in what like white paint. And <laughs> yeah. Stuff. yeah, he like, could have played one of those dudes. He could have sure. been yeah. Nicholas Holt's character. That yeah, been totally. Been. Exactly. <laughs> he should have like, been the the guitar player on the hood of the car. That except yes. he's rapping and like fires coming out of the yeah. microphone. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. That'd be sick. What a sliding doors <laughs> moment for Eminem that would have been. Wow. That's so weird. That <laughs> kind of reminds me, we were talking about Channing Tatum and like just random stuff I saw on Twitter today. Um, I saw that Channing Tatum talked about the 23 MIB movie that almost happened. Oh, like the yeah. Street thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I saw what they had and it legitimately is like one of the coolest like finales to a trilogy I've ever seen. And I was like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. I still want it. Again, this is the guy who's making dogs. So. <laughs> he's having it's a time on his press tour. Street, or Do we it's trust his opinion? Jump Street and Men in Black. Like, that's just I mean, like, it would have been cool. I oh, I would, I would 100% see that. Easy. That'd be so good. That sounds so good, yeah. Missed opportunities. Maybe it'll happen. There's just a lot of producer mixing there. Like, they can't get a, something worked out or something. Bummer. Um, okay, then. Um, Corbin, you want to hit us with your Oscar one, then? All right. Yeah. So basically the, the big news is that the COVID-19 vaccine will not be required for in-person attendees of the Oscars. Instead, they just intend to require a negative PCR test and a negative rapid antigen test day of the event, which, you know, causes a lot of speculation. People assume that either one of the major nominees or maybe even some of they have slated to potentially host is, you know, an anti-vaxxer. So, you know, the question is, who is it, guys? Who do we think? Oh my gosh, Dennis oh. Quaid is hosting the Oscars. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking, you, you know, it, it might be Rob Schneider, you know, that classic anti vaxxer. Uh, Evangeline Lilly. True. Be her. Letitia Wright. Get them all in there. Yeah. Ooh, do you guys think for the Oscars that there will be some like anti vax speech that is like, I hope not. Like it's like really cringy, but like everyone goes nuts over it or something. Maybe it's Nicki Minaj is performing. That could be it. <gasps> that could be it. <laughs> I hope there is no mention of COVID whatsoever. Yeah. I would, would like to be in a capsule for three and a half hours or shoot, it's the Oscars. It'll be like six hours long. 
And I just like to sit there and just like not hear anything about it because last year's was just very, very COVID, obviously. So yeah, are they doing the same type of venue stuff for it this year? I think they're at the Dolby. I think they're back I at the Dolby. I think they're doing Theater. full show. Yeah. Wow. They'll hmm. require masks still. Or I don't know. I haven't read about that. I don't didn't nobody wore masks last time, right? No. I don't uh, remember. I don't think I don't so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't remember them doing that. No, they didn't. Hmm. They were like oh. in pods was the whole thing. Like you're supposed to be with people. I don't know. Yeah. Was just... Didn't Seth Rogen joke about it like on stage or something? Yeah, he did. And it was fun. It was charming. Yeah, in a good... it was charming. Yeah, this is good. I mean, it's what they the Oscars just need famous people there. I mean, that's what. Yes, they that's do. what they fail at for some reason. So, you know, opening it up to everybody, you know, maybe you'll get one or two more viewers, you know, beyond the hundred they're probably going to get. <laughs> and we'll be four of them probably yeah exactly <laughs> wonderful my last i actually mine is different this i'll wrap it up here and which comes back to your keith the oscars popular stance jimmy kimmel was coming after the oh, oscars yeah. today which is funny because he hosted before like twice in a row or three the times last in a row. person to host right yeah. Yeah. yeah um this is his quote and he's a spider-man defender so get ready you're telling me don't look up taking strays here uh, was better than Spider-Man? It most certainly was not. Why do Best Picture nominees have to be serious? When did that become a prerequisite for getting nominated for an Academy Award? Um, that's that's not even the quote I thought you were going to say. No, do you want to? Do you have the other quote up? Well, it's just he said the Power of the Dog received twelve nominations for one for each person who watched it. Yeah, just tough. He was hey, he was going for good. it. That's actually is- kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like he should just host. He's just like auditioning to host the Oscars. Like this is the kind again. of again. Yeah, like what if he just came in and said all this again? That could be fun. His the years he hosted didn't have like any crazy fun nominations. I don't think. No, but he. When has there ever been? Jackson? Yeah, I mean, you got Black Panther like last two years ago. I think he hosted Black Panther year. Probably did he host that one? Was that La La Land year? Those are way different years. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was La La Land was 2017, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that was I think Black that Panther was, was the, the 2019 Oscars, 2018. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, what do I know? <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, who's gonna host? I don't know. Tom Holland, where are you? Tom Holland and Zendaya. Let's do it. Oh wow. And then that's... they break up at the end. Oh. Hey bro, they just bought a house together. Dude. Yeah, that's over. so wild to me too. It was La La Land year that that, that Kimmel hosted. Yeah. So yeah. Moonlight. Yeah. That, that was the whole Moonlight thing. He was standing yeah. there on stage. Yeah. Great stuff. That, so yeah. good. He's like, let's just leave everybody up here. It was great. He oh, made, it was so terrible. He, he made great television. He, he made great television. That's all I can say. Um, that's all the news I got. Does anyone else have anything for the good of the order? No, sir. Outstanding. Let's take a quick break here. A word from our sponsor. And we'll come back and talk about the Oscars. Great break. We're back. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's move on to a segment called I Could Have Been a Contender. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. And this week, of course, on Tuesday, early in the morning, Oscar nominations came out. And we are here now after we've taken so much time to think about who's going to win. We're here to pick all the winners for all of the categories. How many categories are there? 23? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes. So we're each here to make our picks. And we're putting a little money on the line. I think five, five bucks each. 
Um, and then I think there's people that aren't in this podcast who are going to also throw into the pool. So there's going to be a big jackpot at the end for whoever makes it or gets them all right. Um, pick subject to change. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I was just, I just wanted to sit there for a minute. In the silence. Um, so anyway, we're here. We're going through every single one. That's right. We're doing best live action short. Get over it. And we're going to go through and see who's picking what. And on March, when is the Oscars? Sometime mm. in March. Uh, we're such professional podcasters. Um, mm-hmm. some, sometime in March, we'll see who won. And we'll come back on and do our reaction. March 27th. March yeah. 27th. Yeah. So we'll come back then and see what's up. But. But now we're going to go through and pick all of them. Are there any questions before we dive in? Pretty straightforward. Overall, I guess, overall, how do we feel about nominations? Any, well, I'm sure we'll get to snubs and stuff. There's some some surprises, but, you know, overall, I think pretty predictable. There's a couple things at the top that uh, was a little surprising, but, you know, for the most part, pretty Oscars-y, you know. The Oscars, indeed. Um, wonderful. I say we just dive right in uh, and get to everyone's favorite uh, nominations first. We're gonna start with best live action short. Oh wow! Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, we gotta start hot. You know. Um, here are our nominations, everyone. All films we've seen. Ala Kachu, Take and Run. That's one. That's one. Just so you know. Um, <laughs> The Dress, The Long Goodbye, On My Mind, and Please Hold. I would like to start with Jackson and tell me your reasoning of what you picked here. Um, I'm going with The Long Goodbye. Oh. Just because I haven't seen any of these yet, and this one sounds the saddest. So, (laughs) And I think, you know, Oscars love a good sob story. So this is what I'm going with. What's it about? Can you tell couldn't us? tell you it's okay. a long goodbye i think oh that's pretty sad you know <laughs> outstanding um uh, cody what about you oh yeah taking i am uh taking a different pick than jackson i'm going with <gasps> on my mind which you know <sighs> as well i have not seen any of these so up front there's that uh-huh but of course, none of us um know. on my mind i mean that's a great ellie golding song so <laughs> <laughs> how can you argue with that so on my mind you know why not? I literally mm. like there's I feel like there's no reasoning behind these if you haven't seen it. And uh that one sounds good. I don't know. Absolutely. You're a big Kim Magnuson guy, though. That's what I know. Of course. Who is Biggest one fan. of one of the directors, I think. Um <laughs> wonderful. Uh Corbin, what about you? Are you 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 picking a different one or are you sticking with one of these guys? I'm going long goodbye. Uh I feel like I do know a little bit more about this movie than Jackson. Uh, nice. Right. and what I know sure. is that Riz Ahmed co-wrote it. Correct. Oh, no and also way. stars in it. Correct. So, <gasps> at least that that's like the only movie that had somebody I, I knew. So, you know, it's it seems like it might be a shoe in. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I knew it. I knew that was a good choice. I will pick my uh my 2022 uh sh- uh live action short is gonna be my film that I'm directing right now. Hey, so, yeah, plug. Buddy. Put, the vo- put, the, put the votes in. Cody's excited love it. it, I can tell. We love that. Oh, huge. So. Um, for the reasons you said, Corbin, I also picked the long goodbye. Oh my um, gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oddman out, Cody. Uh, dude, it's okay. Cody on my mind's gonna win. Actually, you know what? The dress is gonna win, and we're all gonna look like idiots. Um, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I don't know anything about it. I looked at the trailer. It just looked like Riz Ahmed was sad on the ground. Um, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. I'm taking that. Name recognition, man. Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. That's all I'm saying. Um, so Riz Ahmed, maybe this will be how he gets his Oscar and not for Sound of Metal, which would be wild. Um, Sound of Metal is so good. Underrated movie. It is. Should we should we clear out for 10 minutes on Sound of Metal real quick? It's so good. That's okay. all I'll say. Cool. Uh, thank you. Um, okay. Let's move on to, you guessed it, best animated short. Fire. Uh, let's start with Cody this time. What, what's Cody got for us here? Oh, man. Well, we're going with two categories. I did actually know. Listen to the nominees? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I got to name the nominees. Wow, I'm already failing at this tremendously. Um, okay. The nominees for short film are Affairs of the Art, Bestia, Box Ballet, Robin, Robin, and The Windshield Wiper, which is my favorite dance move. Cody, <laughs> what are you taking here? Yeah, all great names, really. Um, I went with the one that sounded the most, you know, just out there. And uh, I'm going with Bestia. You know, this nice. could be pretty much about anything. It could be about, you know, someone who's just the best at their craft. Sounds like <laughs> a flower or like a butterfly or something. So out of the names there, I would say Bestia is the one that drawn out. But uh, yeah, if I'm being honest, I, I didn't do any research for these bottom tier ones. but uh, I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anyone to. I'm coming as drunk, so wait later. But uh, Bestia, easy winner here, easy. I love it. I think Bestia means beast in some kind of language. That's gonna be my. That's gonna be my two cents there. Um, That makes sense too. Yeah, that makes sense. Outstanding. Uh, Corbin, what about you? Yeah, so I'm taking Robin. Robin. Uh, Again, didn't do a ton of research here, but this is a a Netflix short film, so the more eyes anything has on it, the, you know, the more likely it's going to get some recognition also has, you know, Richard Grant and Jillian Anderson. So there you go. Name recognition as well. And I love Jillian Anderson. Sex education is great. Huge shout out. Love it. Um, for me, I'm also going Robin, Robin, um, Corbin and I are, um, Corbin and I are just in sync. Cause, uh, we probably have picked these for the same reasonings. It's on Netflix. It's accessible. I haven't watched it, but what more could one you day. want? You know, what's better than one Robin? I always say Robin, 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 Robin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my reasoning. Jackson, what about you? Do you have some BS reasoning? Um, yeah, my <laughs> BS reasoning is that uh, little Robins are really cute. Love and it. that's why I was going to pick Robin, Robin. Anyways. Oh, OK. Just making sure. Cody's, Cody's once again on the outs, but that's OK. I'm telling you, he's going to come in and take these from us. I bet, I bet uh, Robin Robin and uh, the last one, no chance either of them win. Bold prediction right here. Oh, there but it is. All right. So I like it. Put your money where your mouth is. Don't vote for him. <laughs> I like it. Outstanding. Um, okay, let's move on to even more research we've probably done. Best documentary short. Um, your nominations are Audible, Lead Me Home, the Queen of Basketball, Three Songs for Benazir, and When We Were Bullies, which is mine and Jackson's uh, autobiography. Um, <laughs> Love it. Uh, I guess, oh, it's my turn to go around the horn here. Yeah. Um, listen, I've seen one of these, and I've seen The Queen of Basketball. And for that reason, I'm going to pick Three Songs for Benazir. <laughs> Did you not like it? I thought it was fine. I don't think it was... <laughs> look at me trying to be an 
an expert on documentary short subjects. It didn't seem like an Oscar winner to me, you know? Okay. Um, Fair I, enough. I know nothing about three songs for Benazir, but that tells me that, oh, here's what I do know. I think two sisters or siblings made it. It's Elizabeth and Golestan Mirzai. And is Golestan a woman or a man? I don't know. That's for them to decide. That's between them and their God. And I'm going to just go ahead and click three songs for Benazir and I'm locking it in. Jackson, wow. what do you got for me? I'm going to go with uh, Audible because maybe it's like a story about uh, mute people. Maybe it's like a football documentary. Maybe it's both. Jackson, it's I think both. they're married, Parker. <laughs> Did I get that Carter, right? Carter, Carter, oh, they're sorry. married? Dang it. I was off. Um, Jackson, you're siblings right. Siblings are dating, is I guess the, the siblings question, are right? dating. Well, maybe they're siblings too. Yeah, who's to say? <laughs> oh man. Anyway, Audible. Jackson, <laughs> did you're I, right. Did it's I actually a, get that right? It's about a deaf football team. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, we played shot. a lot of those in high school. Actually, that's sick. Yeah, that's actually really cool. <laughs> you did. <laughs> we played a lot of this. <laughs> All right, I'm going with Audible. That sounds inspiring. It sounds awesome. And because I could per, like correctly predict it, um, yeah, I'm going with Audible. I love it. Good for love you, it. man. Huge. Uh, Cody, what do you got? Yeah, I was between uh, the Queen of Basketball and Audible, funny enough. Huge. But after Carter, uh, you know, is dragging the Queen of Basketball through the mud, I might make a last-second change here and uh, throw it over to Audible. It actually sounds like a really cool story, too. So, uh, Are you calling yeah. an Audible on, I, I, <laughs> on the wow. spot here? On I'm the not Queen a, of yeah. Basketball? I'm not deaf though, so it's all right. But uh, yeah, I'm going audible. It's good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, so we've all picked, no, we haven't all picked different ones, but Corbin, are you going to join me or join them or do something completely different? Ooh. Listen, I don't care what you think, Carter. Queen of basketball is my pick. Yeah. Uh, listen, audible's out. Coda, the Oscars can only have room for one you know, group of minority people. They you really might don't, be right, though. They Good don't point. like spreading it. So they're like, we're giving the love to Coda when it comes to deaf people. So Audible's out. That's what I say. That's uh, so, yeah, Queen of Basketball. Apparently, Larry Bird shows up at one point. Uh, shout out, Indiana. Do you remember that, Carter? Uh, it's archive footage. It's good stuff. IMDB says <laughs> self. He self does play himself. Archive footage. <laughs> yeah, Magic Johnson's there, too. <laughs> and and Oscar footage. Robinson. Those are the only three people that they have as the cast on IMDb. So there you go. It's a cool Very story. Strange. It was cool. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Basketball sports. People love that shit. So that's what they do. <laughs> now let's get into the real stuff. That's right. Uh, yeah. We're going to go actually to... hold up for, oh. for a moment. Okay. I know Carter, you're very in favor of the, of these categories, but oh. do we actually think the Oscars needs to award short films? All right. Yeah. Here's my thing. I, I can, I can talk to you about this. I adore short films. However, I think that there's so many of them that they should just have their own awards. I Absolutely. think I think there's so many because you only get five nominated or 10 in total with live action and animated. I think they need their own separate. They can still be Oscars, but I think they need their own ceremony. Like they have like the technicals, big technical ceremonies, like the night before the actual Oscars. Give a, Let's have a short film Oscars. More people. It's hard to make a short film and it's hard to get it up in the academy so i'm thinking give them their own thing that's my soapbox on animated shorts yeah because i mean they don't even it's not part of the telecast right yeah sometimes they're like while you were away 
these people won the best <laughs> live action short. And you're like, what? Well, then what was, uh, yeah. So just give people their due spread up the categories. I mean, yeah. I'm all in favor of the, the Oscars expanding in a lot of different ways. So, Oh yeah. Uh, they need, they need some revamping. Let me tell you. And turns out that best sound mixing and best sound editing, putting them together. Wasn't the answer. Who would have <laughs> thought? Um, speaking of which let's talk about best international film. See what I did there. <laughs> uh, anyway, here are our nominees for best international feature film, which is not foreign language anymore. Mind you. Good job. Oscars on that. Our nominees are from Japan. They do have to be in a non-English language, though. Correct. Them, so correct. But in the past, like foreign language was like, oh, let's put up this UK film, or it was it was messy. Anyway, it's all semantics. Yeah. Anyway, uh, from Japan, drive my car. From Denmark, flee. From Italy, the hand of God. From Bhutan, Lunana colon a yak in the classroom, and. From Norway, the worst person in the world. I'm starting with Jackson again on this one. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, so this one's kind of a toss up for me because uh, Drive My Car was nominated for Best Picture and Best Director, I think. Correct. And then and Flea, a screenplay, right? And screenplay? I think you're what right. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think adapted because it's based yeah. on a, a short story, I think. Interesting. And then um, Flea is nominated for Best animated feature best international film and best documentary yeah first film to ever do that yeah which is like a really weird combo it certainly um is. and i've heard really good things about the worst person in the world nominated um, for screenplay as well got a screenplay yeah. nom so my gut reaction is to go with drive my car because i don't think it'll win best picture and so this feels like a way to remedy that and flea has you know some other chances to win uh so i think i'm gonna go with drive my car respect uh cody what you got yeah i, I backed the logic there um i also want to shout out the yak in the classroom uh, shout out to that yak man i really wanted to pick that one just for a great title but i mean with drive my car being nominated for best picture i feel like that is a super safe bet and uh that's definitely gonna be my pick yeah big Love time it. corbin i gotta go drive my car here as well i mean nominated for best picture i feel like it's it's if this doesn't win, then it's it's nothing makes sense, right? Correct. I agree. Nothing, nothing's made sense for a long time, though. <laughs> true, but true. You're right there. Uh, I'm going to make it a clean sweep, boys. I'm picking drive my car as well. I think there's no not a chance this loses, actually. Wow. If you're nominated for Best Picture, I just think, then why wouldn't it, you know, why wouldn't yeah, it? I agree with you. Right? Anyway. I, yeah. I have a question and i want your opinion on this guy so do you guys know that like the way it happened like how films get nominated for best international feature yeah. jackson don't, i think carter's shaking his head but don't like jackson regions like nominate like a movie and like they can't nominate more than one or something like that yeah so the it's like when the award's given out it's like considered an award for the country rather yeah. than like the filmmaker or even like in like a writer or a director so like the individual country like there's a there's one selection for each country which i think is really stupid because yes like a movie like parallel mothers which was had a best actress nomination and best original score wasn't even the selection for spain no. yeah but then yeah i just think that's really dumb so that is very why can't we just have the best that's weird international films be the, what we choose from are, are you suggesting a separate oscars for international films no we don't need a separate oscars okay. but why not just 
you know, just a better make way it to 10 do films it. and it could be any 10 yeah. international feature. That'd be films. cool. Because, I, I mean, the Oscars have become more and more international over the last few years. That's one of the positives. True. Yeah. Uh, as the Academy body has grown from like 6,000 to 9,000 members, we've had, uh, you know, a lot more international members, a lot more pers- uh, people of color members. So I think we should just expand this category and represent, you know, a more, you know, make it a more worldly Oscars. It shouldn't just Ooh. be about, you know, five films from whatever the country select. And yeah. do you think it will have a negative outcome of like getting uh, other international films out of the best picture category though? Like, do you think like, because of the, the pool will be wider, they won't throw them in as much. You know, I, I mean, that, that is a fair point. Obviously we still have, I mean, Parasite still, you know, nominated mm-hmm. drive my car here being nominated for multiple awards. I, I guess it is a fear, but Again, the way they do the voting for all these the way they do the voting is weird. Is like, yeah, you get separated out based on what you like. I don't know. Uh, I think it's it's possible that it could hurt it, but I, I ideally I wouldn't. Both- the thing is, I think films that get nom. I mean, if we want people to experience international cinema, films that get nominated are the ones that people are going to watch. Like, yeah. if I have to choose a movie from another country or in a different language, I'm probably going to choose one that's Oscar nominated. So why totally. not just, you know? Make True. spread awareness, you know, Definitely. bring to light these films. I think they they make that to try to make it more uh, have like more representation. Um, True. True. To get more countries involved. I mean, if you just expand it to ten and throw every good movie in there, though, like that's then the you might just have five Italian films. Not yeah, yeah that's fine though. Those are the best five like international films. They should all be included. I would say. So I think it can go both ways. Yeah, I like it. Interesting. Good little tangent there, boys. Look at us. Um, wonderful. Let's move on to real stuff. Let's move on to best documentary feature. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Real stuff. Because it's real. It's real stories. Real people. That's not what I meant. Wow. But Normally, back. Jackson's the one that's going to get canceled, but Carter is, is trying hard today. Dang, man. What can I say? Hey, I love international films. Okay, documentary feature. Our nominees are Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, parentheses, or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised, end parentheses, and Riding with Fire. Uh, where are we? Is it Cody's turn to pick first? I think so. Cody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, off the bat, you know, a lot of good options here. I love the one one word titles. Big fan of that. And uh, I am going to stick in the one word titles. Uh as Jackson was talking about earlier, uh, Flea is nominated in a flurry of categories that I don't believe has ever been done before. And uh, it's probably going to get robbed for uh, international feature. So I'm going to take it for best documentary here. Love it. Love the reasoning. Big Jonas Polker Rasmussen fan. Um, <laughs> yes. Corbin? <laughs> Ew. Uh, I'm going to take Summer of Soul. I feel like, I mean, this is the one that's been the most on my radar. Uh directed by Questlove, which is obviously a big name nope. and, you know, won the grand jury prize at Sundance. So, and it's easily accessible. It's been on Hulu for months. So summer souls with my take. Wow. This is true. Um, for me, it was a toss up. Well, first, let me say the only one I've seen is Attica, um, which I watched yesterday on a plane. Um, What's it about the Attica prison riots? Are you familiar? No, that sounds interesting. Uh, in the 70s, there was a big prison revolt by the prisoners and they demanded prison reform and to be treated like humans. And then the cops <gasps> came in and killed them all. Oh, my God. Anyway, wow. check it out. It's on a uh, prime. It um, sounds really interesting, though. It is super interesting. Um, 
but for me, this is a toss up between flea and summer of soul. Um, and I'm going for the reasons Cody said, I'm going with flea, um, because I think this is its best chance at winning anything because I don't know animated. It could happen. I don't know. We'll see. You'll see in my picks later, but, uh, um, but yeah, I'm going with flea here because I think that's, it's an, it's an animated documentary and that's just never been done before. So I think that they're going to reward that, but summer of soul, I hear nothing but great things and I want to watch it. Wonderful. Jackson you yeah for me honestly the attica thing sounds really interesting and i really want to check that out really the summer of soul thing also seems really fascinating that like subtitle is very enticing um however i th- i do think flea is the one i'm going to go with for now i really want to check that out just because i don't think i've ever heard of like is it like completely animated like all the way through i'm pretty sure yeah i think so yeah so that's like, watched, really wild yeah i watched one trailer in the amc theater i think is when i saw lamb shout out lamb Shout out um but yeah i was playing there um huh. yeah yeah so i think for now i will go ahead and go with flea for best documentary good stuff i love it um animated feature film everyone um our nominees are Encanto, flea luca the mitchells versus the machines and raya or raya and the last dragon uh corbin we start with you sir yeah so i've heard i have not gotten a chance to check out Encanto. i've heard really great things about it uh but i'm gonna go with a movie that i have seen that i've been raving about since all the way back in april when it came out on netflix i picked it in our our nominee uh game that we played back in september mitchell's versus machines you know you want to talk about representation this is the filmmaker representation right here so (laughs) mitchell's versus machines lovely pick um listen my heart wants to pick the mitchells versus the machines but i but i know the academy i know what they do they came out a long time ago i think Encanto is big right now and i think that's how the young people are gonna <laughs> they're gonna get the young people to watch the academy awards so they're gonna give Encanto a dub so i'm going with Encanto here wow yes i know we don't talk i will about say that enough. like the mitchells versus the machines they're like they've been they have been they've been trying they yeah. have been going out of their way they've been pressed toward like they've really been pushing for it so man it, could, ha- it could happen like the letter i would say the letterbox users alone got drive my car to went to a best picture nomination and mitchell's versus the machines is a very similar demographic so mm-hmm. it could happen who's to say maybe jackson thinks it will jackson um yeah so this is kind of a uh it's by the same people who made into the spider-verse i believe as yeah. far as like the writers and Chris stuff Produce lord yeah gotcha they produced it um and like the animation style is so interesting i really want mitchell's versus the machines to win as do i um i watch i've seen all of these except for flea i just finished raya and the last dragon it is very mid-tier it's definitely the weakest i think out of the category so far mm. um luca was surprisingly really cute and i liked it a lot and while I think Encanto is really good, I like quality wise, I don't think it's better than Mitchell's versus the machines, but I totally see your point Carter in the fact that like the Academy could definitely not pick Mitchell's versus the machines, but I'm still going to go with that just for like the love of the game. You know, here's hoping man. I love it. It's uh, so good. I've seen it twice. Like since it's come out, it's awesome. so good uh cody what about you you going with them you're coming with me or are you going somewhere else 
I would want to go somewhere else, but I will keep it between those two. Uh, this is a tough choice because I have also seen Mitchells versus Machines campaign super hard. Yes. But I think the Academy is going to go on Kanto as well. I, I back it, Carter. Uh, the Disney, you know, the, they just have different power these days. And uh, Ryan, the last dragon, you know, that was a dud this year as well. I, I agree with Jackson. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This is a tough one to predict, I think. And uh, may come down to the very end, but I'm going to go on Kanto. The House of Mouse. But it is interesting that three of these are Disney movies, right? Like yeah. Disney Pixar. That's it usually crazy. is, man. And yeah. this this category this year is like stronger than it has been in a really long time, I would probably say. Like, because like, while well, Ryan the Last Dragon isn't like amazing, it's like leagues better than like Despicable Me and like, <laughs> like, uh, oh, it totally is. What do you mean? Come on. And like Minions and like Boss <laughs> Baby and like all, you know what I'm talking about? Like, kind of yeah. the elimination, like, garbage are but. you just shot are you just taking pot shots at illumination studios right now yes they don't Off. boss baby is oscar nominated and there's something wrong with that i think that's know? blue sky i don't know actually uh what who cares I, i've never boss seen it ba- i don't know no. is it illumination what are they i'll tell you what they are bad dreamworks dreamworks oh dreamworks. never mind dreamworks that's, that's rough yeah. dang that must have been the only dreamworks movie that came toby mcguire is in the new boss baby movie carter <laughs> is he in the og one why jackson I don't know is if he's he like, in the OG, but he was doing uh, press for the new one when it came out. Well, I'm sold. That sucks. All right, I'll go watch Boss Baby. What is it? Back in business or something? New business? I think it's back in business. Yeah. What a title. Outstanding stuff. The, uh, <laughs> there's like a Boss Baby show on Netflix. I've seen, yeah. Well, I should, I've seen, I haven't seen it, but I've seen it come up on my queue. I have seen parts of it. Good uh, for you, man. Because my Why? nephew was watching it. There's a <laughs> there's like a scene. Yeah, good excuse. There's a scene <laughs> where the boss baby is talking to another baby, and the baby's like, "Are your parents liberals?" <laughs> oh no! What? Wow! Yeah. Getting in touch with the kids. I love it. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. <laughs> Yikes! All right. Well, interesting stuff there. Um, okay, let's move on to visual effects. How about that, huh? Uh, our nominees are Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider-Man No Way Home. We start with, oh, it's me. We start with Carter. Um, I am going to go with Dune, and this will be the first of many Dune wins, I think. Um, but... Uh, I think it was just the best visuals this year. I have nothing to say about it. I thought the theater experience was lit. Jackson wouldn't know about that. And, uh, and uh, Cody wouldn't even know about watching this. Yeah. Movie, Cody so. doesn't even know what Dune is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, Dune is going to, going to snag this one up. Shouts to free guy though. Jackson, you. Yeah. So first let me defend myself and say that I was sick that week, Carter, and I didn't want to ruin everybody else's viewing experience with my terrible coughs. Mm, were you like sick the next COVID? week? I didn't have COVID. I wasn't sick the next week, but I wanted to watch it because we had to do a podcast on it. Mr. Yeah, exactly. It turned on me. Dang. Um, so yeah, I also think Dune is going to get it. Um, I watched Free Guy this week, and that movie is really not for me, like at all. Tough. Which is weird because I thought I was going going to like semi enjoy it, but like I didn't like any of it, to be honest. 
You gave it, it was, three and a half stars, didn't you? Or something? I think I gave it three. Because oh. it like functions as a movie, but like <laughs> it's not a, much like I don't know. It's Ryan Reynolds just isn't for me anymore, I think. Which I is kind of sad. I might be with you there. Like his whole like like you can tell when he's doing like his improv and like his improv just like sucks, I guess. I don't <laughs> I don't think it sucks. It's just really not for me. Um, so not that. Um, and then I want to give an honorable mention to Shang-Chi because really? I think that could somehow maybe get it um because i think the effects were way better than no way home and then no time to die was a beautiful movie but i don't really i don't know if i can't even think of like crazy special effects that happened for that so dude remember rami malik's face that's true he was like old in that movie sort of i think just wants to make things a little tidier or something yeah he's a weird that was a weird villain but hey that movie is pretty good but but yeah i'm going with doom nice cody yeah, I'm going to keep the train rolling here. Uh, I will admit, still have not seen Dune. Uh, however, nice. I think it's a clear winner in this category. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I agree with Jackson as well. I think um, Shang-Chi uh, over Spider-Man No Way Home is an easy pick. However, uh, if Dune wasn't in this category, maybe it wins. But uh, yeah, I, I say, I mean, I don't really think this is competition. This might be the easiest pick of the night. Uh, yeah, nice. Corbin's also, Corbin's steaming. Just uh, based off what Jackson said about Free Guy. So I want to throw it over to him right now and defend that movie. I know he loves it. Listen, uh, I also am not really a Ryan Reynolds fan. Uh, (laughs) Red Notice, I think, really sealed the deal there. Mm. But (laughs) I saw Free Guy once in theaters. I really had a special moment when it happened. I (laughs) refused to watch it again because it might just ruin it for me. Same, yeah. Uh, But I got to go Dune here. This will be the first time we all agree. I, I think if this doesn't win, then we have we have serious issues. This is obviously clearly the, the most impressive feat. Yeah. Uh, visually just absolutely stunning. Stellar cinematography mixed with visual effects. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful. I do agree. Shang-Chi is significantly leagues above No Way Home. I actually have a lot of issues with some of the VFX in No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, but I really think Shang-Chi would be my number two, but we got to go Dune here for VFX. Yeah, dude, Eternals would be my number one, but it's not here. Uh, uh, anyway, Eternals arguably has more impressive visual effects than Spider Man No Way Home. Oh, I agree. Okay. I thought you were going to say Dune, yeah. and I was no, 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 no. Chair. But like better than I, I think it deserved aside it over from the, the weird deviant person thing. Yeah, that was a whole. Uh, yeah. That's which was voiced by Bill, Bill Skarsgård, which is <laughs> such a waste. What I, a such waste. a waste. I've never been more shocked than like when a credits rolled and I was like, wait, Bill Skarsgård? <laughs> Tough look. That yeah. whole storyline was just bad. Yeah, didn't they, they fumbled that part for sure. Um, let's move on to everyone's favorite. Best sound. Hey, um, our nominees are Belfast, which has sound. Dune also has sound. No Time to Die, sound. Power of the Dog, some sounds. West Side Story, musical sounds. Um, we have uh, who's first? Is it Jackson? I've lost. It might track. be me. I'll go, go first. I was doing so um, well. Yeah. Um, this category is kind of weird to me. I feel as if No Time to Die is my pick. Um, just because, like you know, there's a lot of gunshots, there's explosions, all sorts of cool stuff. Exactly. Um, that would, Carter's re- reasoning. That <laughs> would require mixing. It gets a nom. Yeah, and I, I just got to say there are some huge snubs. I think Coda is a weird one to not include, and I think Quiet Place Part 2 is a weird one to not include. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with No Time to Die. Was the Quiet... Is it, 
was it because the quiet place like the first one got nominated for both and they were like that's good enough for john krasinski's team maybe maybe that's why they did they were like nah did it win any i don't know if it did i don't think it did i think that was ford v no i don't know law no star is born final answer don't know i think you're right anyway um cody what you got save me from this yeah this was not a tough one i think it it is a bit of a toss-up um i was between no time to die um and dune funny enough but i'm gonna back jackson again here uh no time to die uh carter obviously picked it for our noms as well so shout out to him and i agree coda was robbed how is that not like a nomination at least but you know lots of mixing lots of guns and uh you know there's some decent sound in it i'd say so no time to die james bond you know it's the culmination of daniel craig playing the role as well so maybe they'll give it a win. Mm. I think it deserves a win in something. And this is probably one of the best categories like it's nominated for. So, yeah. That's not? a good point. It would be the Academy's weird way of like awarding Daniel Craig. <laughs> Could be fun. <laughs> I like it. Nice. <laughs> Corbin? Uh, well, <clears throat> for the record, in 2018, A Quiet Place lost to everyone's favorite film, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, so, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just- Classic. You know, it was the teeth. I think Rami Malek's teeth. They, <laughs> they really accentuated the sound. Hello, love. Uh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna take Dune here. Uh, I don't know. You know, I think this is where I, I said Dune's gonna win in technical categories, and then you know, obviously Nothing. they got yes, Denis got snubbed in best director. Yeah. It's, yes. it's not winning best picture, so it is very technically a an achievement at the end of the day. So I I think best sound for Dune. I am between Dune. And West Side Story, funnily enough. Um, there are sounds. There are sounds. Lots of singing, lots of, singing, lots of sing songs. Um, I think I'm going with, with Corbin here. I think I'm going to roll Dune um, for these reasons. I think it's going to win out on the technicals, and they're going to be like, yep, we did it again. We gave uh, the box <laughs> office one all the technical stuff, and we're not going to award it for any of the stuff. That That's fair. It's big time. So I'm going with that. I don't feel great about it. If Power of the Dog wins, we all just, I don't know, quit podcasting <laughs> um speaking of singing eh, we're gonna go to best original song um and our nominees are be alive from king richard music and lyrics by dixon and beyonce dos Aruguitas from encanto music and lyrics by lin-manuel miranda down to joy from belfast music and lyrics by van morrison no time to die from you guessed it. No time the to doors. die. The doors. The uh, doors. No, just Van. Um, music and lyrics by Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell. And finally, everyone's favorite. Somehow you do from that movie. Four good days. Music and lyric by Diane Warren. Um. Yeah, Cody. <laughs> what you got? Why are you picking? Somehow you do. Tell me why. Uh, I would not be picking. Somehow you do. Sadly. Um. Again, I was between two here. Um, I'm not a big Billy Irish guy, but uh, No Time to Die. Not it's, it's not one of her worst tracks. I'd say it's all right. And then I believe the Academy really likes Lynn Midwell Miranda. There it is. But I'm going No Time to Die. I think Ooh. this is another. I think between this and uh, sound, James Bond's got to win one in my mind. So I'm just sticking with both. And if it hits one, I'll be happy. So, yeah, Billy Irish. I mean, eh. She's an up and coming artist still, sort of. I mean, she's got good views and everything. The Academy, they want more views. Throw a Billie Eilish song on, you know, uh, in between the commercials. Yeah. 
that makes like them that. yeah i like the yeah, reason well, will she be performing like because have they are they, they gonna us- do that they again us- they usually do but who knows it hmm. be fun um yeah i mean it's a good pick corbin do you agree so you know if if Lynn Manuel Miranda does win, this secures the EGOT for him. And Correct. I cannot oh, wow. I cannot allow myself to even say that that could ever happen because <laughs> I can't stand the man. So I gotta That's go funny. go with my girl Billie Eilish and, and Phineas. So uh, you know, Skyfall won. So mm-hmm. I, you know, why not? Let's get no time to die. Dude, writings on the wall also won. Sam Smith got his Oscar. So James Bond songs, man, they get you well, they get you Oscars. It's good reasonings. Um, for the reasons Corbin does not want Lin-Manuel Miranda to get the EGOT, I'm going with Lin-Manuel Miranda here to get the EGOT. Um, I think they, they just want him back. Well, first of all, this song should be, we don't talk about Bruno, but I don't think that the Academy or, or the, it wasn't the Academy. It was the film that put the song up. They don't think they realized that that song was going to take off in the way that it did. So missed opportunity there, but I still think. And Kanto gets it. I don't feel good about it, but I'm just going off the backs of Lynn Manuel Miranda, maybe getting his EGOT. That's all I got. But it could be no time to die. I might change it closer to the day, but who knows? Probably not. Jackson. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I think no time like James Bond songs usually do do really well. Um, with Skyfall and then uh yeah, the Sam Smith, they did theirs that did really well. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm gonna go in Kanto probably for the fact of like oh if we need more views like we know that like Encanto has like really good music plus if we give him the award then like there'll be a bunch of buzz about how Lin-Manuel who is like arguably the especially like considering like Tick Tick Boom like one of the biggest like musicians or like like people in the like the industry with that stuff um so like that that would be really newsworthy so I could see them doing that true hell of a year for Lin-Manuel Miranda seriously he's he's popping off Corbin's I know you hate him, but he's look he's really the, good. Look at Corbin's smirk going on. He's over, he's uh, so mad. He hates this. We should move on, huh? Let's do it. All right, we'll move on to best music original move score. On before I go off, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, best music original score. We have "Don't Look Up," Nicholas Brittell or Brittle. I don't know. We'll go Brittell. Sounds more pretentious. Dune, Hans Zimmer. Encanto, Jermaine Franco, Parallel Mothers, Alberto Iglesias, and The Power of the Dog, Johnny Greenwood. Corbin, we start with you. Yeah, I'm going to go Dune here. I think the score has become, especially that like, like the the weird chanting guttural noises has Uh become pretty, pretty iconic. And and it's Hans Zimmer. So what can you say about it? I got to go Dune here. Love it. Hans, give him another Oscar. I'm going with you as well. Dune, the bagpipes, man. The drums. Come on. Dune. Jackson? Yeah, I totally agree. Dune. Nice. Cody? Dune. Lock it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Good category, guys. Um, Wonderful. Let's move on to production design then, huh? Where the French dispatch should have been. Um, All right. Our nominees. Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Um, this was a complete toss-up. Um, I want to continue to ride the Dune train, I think. 
It's either that or West Side Story or Tragedy of Macbeth or Nightmare Alley. I don't think it's Power of the Dog and watch it be Power of the Dog. But I'm going to go. I was maybe changing right in the middle, but I'm not. I'll stick with my guns. I'll go Dune. I'm not feeling good about it, but I'll stick with it. Dune. Jackson. Yeah, I am going to switch it up. I saw Nightmare Alley last night and it is like surprisingly really impressive. And like, I think the production design is really, really good. I'm going to go with Nightmare Alley. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, a movie like just like came out of nowhere. I feel like it's, it's just like, I, like I saw the ads for it for, for so long. And I was like, this has got to be a flop. Like this looks terrible. Yeah. And it was, it's really good. I highly recommend it. Wonderful. Cody. If I was to pick a personal favorite, I'd probably say the tragedy of Macbeth. Nice. Uh, really like just like the use of shadows and the black and white, what I've seen. it. Um, but I mean, I feel like for me, it is between Dune and West Side Story. But uh, like Carter, <laughs> I am continuing down the Dune train. I think it's going to rack up the awards. Uh, right the Oscars. And uh, yeah, I think this is another pretty easy win for it. But could be wrong, obviously. But I'm going Dune. Oh, yeah. Love it. Corbin? Solid. Yeah, phone it in. Dune, this will be my last dude mention, I'm pretty sure, uh, for me. But I think... I mean, there's just a lot of impressive stuff. Uh, the, 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 the planet is, is really well made. Uh, there's <laughs> what can High you quality say? Sand. Nightmare Alley, you know, I guess, you know, the Nightmare Alley, West Side Story, they even Power the Dog, they love doing the old shit, but let's give it to Dune. Sci-fi production design. I love it. But um, Corbin, Sandy. carnivals, have you considered? Mm, didn't carnivals. That. I really don't like that movie. <laughs> You're just a geek. <laughs> I that, I, that ending is so obvious mm. it is it is like it is like uh shown like from a mile away and they do it like they they could have ended it like three different times but hey um it is you got okay really quick though bradley cooper at the end of that movie so is good. like it's some of the best acting i think i've maybe ever seen from bradley cooper which is kind of saying something i thought he was gonna sneak in and get a, a nom but, it was. I thought it was really impressive stuff from him. I'm surprised he. Yeah. I I consider him getting snubbed actually. But I actually nice. thought he was really bad in that movie. Really? Ooh, here we go. Wow. <laughs> okay. Cody, you're not the hot take lord anymore. I love it. Yeah. That's fine. Hey, Corbin can take that. Yeah. Go at him. <laughs> well, I'm ready for you to come back and pick uh, coming to America in this next category. We're moving on to makeup <laughs> and hairstyling, and our nominees are coming to America, Cruella, Dune. The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and Father, Son, House of Gucci. Uh, Jackson, it's you, buddy. Uh, this is kind of tough. I haven't really seen a lot of these. Um, I've only seen Dune, actually, out of all of these. Um, my initial guess was Cruella, but now that I think about it, The Eyes of Tammy Faye had some interesting makeup going on for that, so I may do The Eyes of Tammy Faye and have Cruella as my backup for now. Nice. Waiting in the wings. I love it. Mm-hmm. Cody? Yeah. As much as I want to pick the House of Gucci just to, uh, you know, make up for the snub of Lady Gaga, <laughs> I, do, I do agree with Jackson here. I think the eyes of Tammy Faye, just in the, the makeup specifically for, like, the main person in the movie. Um, Tammy Faye's like her name. It's, I feel like it's the obvious choice, but sometimes <laughs> – well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the obvious choice and sometimes the obvious choice is right. So I'll go with the eyes of Tammy Faye. Love it. Corbin. 
Yep, we're going uh, three for three here. Eyes of Tammy Faye. Jessica Chastain sitting in the damn fucking chair for hours getting makeup applied to her. That's right. And no one else did in these categories. Nope. All nope. right. Um, I'll make it a clean four for four. Eyes of Tammy Faye. It's a movie it. that like solely relies on the makeup and the hairstyling. And if that's a centerpiece of the story, I think you're she is unrecognizable. Yeah. Pretty wild. And it's like intentionally bad makeup because that's like her real life. So it makes it mm-hmm. good. So I think that's just fun. <laughs> um, anyway, um, movies have to be edited. Let's go to best film editing. Um, our nominees are don't look up Dune King Richard, the power of the dog and tick tick boom. Uh, we start with Corbin or Cody. I already forgot Corbin. Sure. Yes. I got to say, don't look up. The editing might be the worst part about that movie. Uh, <laughs> so very strangely got nominated here. Uh, this one was probably the biggest wash for me because I feel like editing is just, I don't know. It's, it, it's a really tough one to pick. I go tick, tick, boom. I think the, the flow of the direction and, and, you know, when you, when you're dealing with musicals and sound like that, uh, editing has to be spot on and it's pretty good, especially it plays into the story. There's different portions where, you know, you'll you'll see him performing his show on stage and then it, it edits together with another scene. Yeah. So tick, tick, yeah. boom is my pick. I uh, took the words right out of my mouth, Corbin. I'm also going tick, tick, boom. I think it's very hard in a movie that jumps to like three different timelines to like actually make that work and make sense. And I think tick, tick, boom does that well. And it's all about the editing and got to give Lin-Manuel Miranda kind of a win here because he's attached to it, but he it wasn't the editor, but. But yeah, thank anyway. God, <laughs> Jackson. Yeah, um, I'm also going to go with Tick Tick Boom. My only other like, I I, I haven't seen um, King Richard yet, but um, I feel like the power of the dog could do it, um, just because of some of their like choices. But I don't know if that could. I don't necessarily know if that would give them the editing win over like the directing win or something, mm. um, for some of their choices. So I think I'm gonna stick with Tick Tick Boom. All right. Cody? Uh-oh. I am going against the grain here. Um, 100% I back what Jackson's saying. I'm going with the power of the dog. There it is. I think this is where they start to make their move and gain some momentum throughout the night. And I think they got a lot of awards coming their way. Spoiler alert. Uh Uh-oh. And I feel like editing is, like you're saying, it's a bit of a toss-up. And... I don't know if Ticket Boom is as clear the winner as you guys are saying. Um, it could easily win. I could say multiple movies here could easily win, but I'm going Power of the Dog. Love it. At least five of them could win. Um, That's true. <laughs> um, Pretty good odds, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say before I move on, don't be surprised if Don't Look Up wins this award. That's all I'll say. Because, listen. It's Bohem- not great editing. Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Editing, and we all know that famous film Twitter scene where they're jumping back and forth between so this is queen you know was that the only reason it won though probably right for the memes yeah i mean like for like that that like uh big stage like like concert that they yeah that's like that's yeah like i don't know i don't i don't think don't look up had any like interesting editing to it so just threw random like clips in the middle of it yeah yeah but who knows don't be surprised anyway best costume design everyone um, nominees, Cruella, Cyrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story. 
Uh, it's me going Cruella easily. It's a movie mm-hmm. again, a movie about clothes. Gotta win. But Hasaguchi wasn't there, I guess. Oops. Uh, Jackson. Yep. Cruella. That's seems pretty easy to me. Maybe, maybe Nightmare Alley, but I'm going Cruella. Mm-hmm. Cody Webb. Yeah, I, I back that. Uh, Cruella, like you said, I mean, it's about clothes. It's got pretty good clothes, you know? So I'll give it the Oscar. They're heavy duty clothes, right? <laughs> oh, gotta be durable. Absolutely. Gotta be durable. Corbin? <laughs> Cruella. They design clothes. Best costume design. Let's take it. Love it. Easily done. Um, cinematography, boys and girls. Uh, we got Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Jackson? Um, I think for me, this comes down to either The Tragedy of Macbeth or The Power of the Dog. And I think the like the crazy like zoomed out shots of the ranch and like them herding cows is going to give The Power of the Dog the win. It's really pretty. Nice. Going for shots. I love it. Cody? Yeah, for me... Uh, this is a tough one. This is a very tough one, I think. I think Dune has a very good chance, and I think the Power of the Dog is a very good chance as well. However, I'm going to go Dune here. I was just talking about the Power of the Dog, but I think this is Dune's big win of the night. The knee got snubbed, obviously, for Best Director, and I think this will be, like, the Dune, their massive win, saying, like, this is this is our movie. This is what we are. So I'm going Dune. Nice. I like it. Corbin? Yeah, I'm going to go Tragedy of Macbeth here. Uh, to me, you know, obviously black and white, it's a big deal. You know, the Oscars love that. But love it. truthfully, the cinematography in this film is amazing. Uh, and good. it is easily the best part of it. Uh, there's some things yeah. I don't like, particularly the fact that Shakespeare sucks. But <laughs> the, the cinematography yeah. is stunning. And, and it makes the movie at least worth watching. So True. Um, I'm agreeing with Corbin. I'm taking Tragedy of Macbeth. Did I have a lick of sense of what was going on? Uh, at times not really um but boy was the movie gorgeous the shadows the freaking like when the witch comes out of the water oh my goodness just good stuff when they're fighting on the brick oh shots am i right so yeah i'm taking birds birds heard of them Uh, the birds looked bad but (laughs) what i did did not get nominated for vfx so that's okay uh, what about the bird category oh the birds wins um let's move on Best bird. Best bird goes to you. Best bird. bird. L- Lady bird. Anyway. There you go. All right. Best original screenplay. Robin Robin. To the big ones. Robin Robin. <laughs> there you go. Dang it. It was right there. We didn't take it. Um, all right. We're into the biggies now. Original screenplay. Nominees. Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Adam McKay and David Serrata for Don't Look Up. Zach Balin for King Richard. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. And Eskil Vogt and Joachim Trier for the worst person in the world. I don't know who it is, so just someone say. I've lost track. I'll start. Um, I have only seen Don't Look Up out of these. Um, And for some reason, I just feel like even though I don't think it's deserved, I I feel like Don't Look Up is going to win. So that's what I'm going with. The Adam McKay effect. Yeah. Indeed. Cody. Yeah, I think Don't Look Up is a good chance. I'm going to go with, actually, the greatest detective in the world, uh, Kenneth Branagh himself. For, for- hey! <laughs> uh, uh, shout out, we're around the Nile. But, yeah, I think out of the choices here, this is probably the best movie. So I'm going to go with that. Not always 
not always like the best movie wins this category though i feel like sometimes yeah strange so but i'm gonna go with it anyways Mm -hmm. interesting there's a river on the nile also wow yeah not death on the nile good stuff uh (laughs) okay come on come on yeah i had to low-hanging fruit corbin what you got yeah i'm I'm gonna back cody up here i'm taking kenneth Branagh on belfast uh i really enjoyed this movie it's not my favorite movie of the year by any means but of like the oscar-y type movies i i really think i love it a lot and i would like to see it win best picture honestly i don't think it will uh and i think this is the only award it might take away at the end of the night it's a deeply personal story from kenneth Branagh uh, about growing up you know obviously in northern ireland belfast so i i think this is where he he gets a little bit of recognition for the night so huge i'm gonna back the uh coding core when i have a podcast crew um sorry jackson but i'm taking belfast as well my only Dang. concern um which cody mentioned that might ruin his chances is death on the nile comes out soon and i hope <laughs> i'm hoping that doesn't ruin his chances um so yeah belfast uh let's go adapted screenplay nominees are sean heater there's a little asterisk over the a i'm going with sean for coda um ryosuke hamaguchi and takamasa oh for drive my car uh john spates and denis villeneuve and eric roth for dune girl maggie gyllenhaal for the lost daughter and jane campion for power of the dog cody you sir yeah i feel like you know this one should be fairly easy for the academy as well uh obviously going jane campion power of the dog um, it's one of the few nominated for best picture and I'd say it's probably the best movie there as well. So yeah, sticking with power of the dog, more things to come from them, but, uh, yeah, pretty easy winner. I think here. Mm, Corbin. Wow. Yeah. You know, power of the dog, most nominated film with 12 hasn't really gotten a lot of love from up from us up to this point. But I think when we get down to these final, you know, couple categories is when the power of the dog really starts to push through. So, oh yeah. This is the first one for me. Best adapted screenplay, I think, is going Power of the Dog, Jane Campion. Big time. Um, I am going to concur. I'm going with Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. I think they've got a lot of momentum. Uh, but shout out to Maggie Gyllenhaal. You know, that's all I got to say. Jackson. I am also going to go with Power of the Dog. Um, isn't Dune like the only like kind of traditional like form of adaptation? Like aren't like Coda's like adapted from like um, another movie or something, right? Um, maybe I'm not entirely sure. I think the lost daughter, lost lost daughter might be a uh, novel. I think. Okay. Okay. I I can't tell you. Like Dune's more traditional, I guess. And like, I think they succeeded in like definitely like bringing it to life, but I've, I could see power of the dog coming in since Dune might be sweeping the more technical awards. So love it. Let's get into it is based on a, what I assume is a French film. Drive My yeah. Car is a short story, but Dune, The Lost Art, and The Power of the Dog are all all books. Novels. Okay, cool. Wonderful. Cool, cool. Uh, let's get into acting, shall we? Uh, let's do actor in a supporting role. Our nominees are Kieran Hines for Belfast, Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith-McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Corbin. What do you got? Yeah, so I'd like to see either Troy Kotz or Kieran Hines win this, but I think it's going to be Timothy Smith McKee. Again, this is the power of the dog train just really starting to, to chug along at the end of the night. So, who'd you say? Timothy. Timothy. 
Power of the Dog. His name's, his name's Cody. It's Cody. Cody. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> is my, my name apologies. Timothy Webb? No, it's your fucking idiot, so shut up. <laughs> wow. I love it. Tensions are high. I love it. I'm going to agree with uh, with Corbin over there, though. I'm going Cody Smith McPhee. Um, I don't really know why JK Simmons is here, but uh, it's fine. Um, he was fun. Um, yeah. There's love being the Ricardos. That's why. I don't. Uh, and that's who votes on this award. So. True. Jackson, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I... I do think it would be really cool to see Cody Smith McPhee or Jesse Plemons get the award, but because they're both in the category, I feel mm, like they may be split, split vote. in votes. And if I had to give like my personal favorite, I think uh, Troy Kotzer was awesome in Coda. Very and cool. I would really, really, really like to see him get that, especially if uh, Coda doesn't get any other awards. I think this would be a good category for it to get the love it deserves. So I'm going to go with Troy Kotzer. He's great. That would be cool. Cody? Yeah, I think this category is more up for grabs than people think. Um, I, I am going to go with Cody Smith <laughs> as well, however. Uh, I mean, we have the same name. He even spells it with a K. A little different spelling, obviously. But <laughs> <Wow>. I, <laughs> I got to back Cody's with the Ks out here. There's not many of us. And uh, if one wins, wins an Oscar, I mean, that's big ups. We're going to get a lot more Cody with Ks. So. And also, he's also Nightcrawler. Like, that's dope. He is Nightcrawler. He is Nightcrawler. He's really good as Nightcrawler, too. Yeah, so. I, I agree. He's going from, like, a smaller comic book role to possibly an Oscar win, which is very awesome for him. And he was also in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, I think. As he was in one of those. Was he a monkey? No, he was, like, a, like a kid in it. But oh. Like, yeah, he was in that movie. I don't remember. Oh. Yeah, he was, like, nominated this year for, like, one of the best up-and-coming actors. And people were like, this dude was Nightcrawler and in... <laughs> Plenty of other films prior. Yeah. So why is, is why is he the nest big thing? It is kind of surprising that like he got this nomination, I guess. I, I mean, like his performance was good. I just don't know. And like, I don't know if Jesse Plemons was really like doing a lot on screen to even justify like a nomination either, but yeah, I don't know. That's true. It's very people subtle. love Jesse Plemons. I don't know. He's, I love Je- he's great, but I don't know if like and he did good in this, but I don't know if it was like a significant enough role. I think to they, like justify that. I think they nominated him solely because of the next category. So that yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> so he didn't show up to the Oscars without a nomination. Um, so he didn't feel weird. Um, yeah, actress in a supporting role. Let's segue into that. Uh, we've got Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast, Kirsten Dunst, The Power of the Dog, and Anjanu Ellis for King Richard. Um, I think I start us off this time. I think this is a toss up. In fact, I think all the acting categories are toss ups this year, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I think I'm gonna go with Ariana DeBose because she played a role that has won an Oscar before, and we both know that or we all know that the Academy loves to do that. Shout out to the Joker. And I think that it's going to happen again. Shout out to the Godfather also. And that's happened before. And I'm going to do that. And I think Judy Dench, this was the wrong Belfast nomination. I think that uh, the, the wife or the mom should have gotten the nomination here. And I don't know her name off the top of my head, so I'm sorry, but I think she should have gotten it. Catriona something. Belfi or Balf or something. Anyway, someone will find that while I'm pandering. Jackson, what about you, sir? Who are you picking? Uh, this is a tough one for me. Uh only because I've only seen the power of the dog out of these. Um, however, I re- your 
a reasoning has swayed me. So I'm going to agree with Ooh. Carter and go with Ariana DeBose. Because the debate team, Carter. Yeah, because Kirsten Dunst was good. Yeah. I don't know if it was like an amazing performance. It's her. I think it's like some of the best stuff I've seen her do. Um, but like, I don't know. It was like it. She did what she needed to do, but it, she didn't go like. I don't know. The role didn't like stand out in the movie because it's not really about her so much. But true. That's why she's a supporting actress. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Cody, how about you? Yeah. Um. I have a few thoughts. If uh, if Kirsten Dunst somehow wins this award, I'll be very disappointed for great movies. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think she's a very good actress at all. This is one of her better performances um, in general, obviously. But uh, Carter, you did have a good argument. Uh, I don't know if you swayed me specifically, but I'm also going Ariana DeBose uh, for all the reasons you mentioned. And I mean, she's just very, very good in this movie as well. Very good. So yeah, yeah we're both there. Cool. Yeah, uh, I personally think Anjanu Ellis is the best performance in this category and would probably be like my personal pick if I was going to give the award out. But I think I like Ariana DeBose is the one who is going to win it for exactly the same reason Carter said, you know, Anita, you know, already won once. So the Academy loves that shit. That they do, man. Um, all right, let's move on to actor in a leading role, shall we? Uh, we got Javier Bardem and being the Ricardos. Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith, King Richard, and Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Jackson. Yeah. This, hmm, there's a lot of, I don't, I, th- I feel like out of all of these, uh, Javier Bardem has the like lowest chances of winning. He may as well not show up. Yeah. Um. I feel like Denzel is also not going to get this, which sucks because there was that video of that one time he was like snubbed out of, I think it was for fences and he was like really pissed and he was on camera for it. And I was like, Oh man, that would suck if he lost again, but I feel like he might lose here. Um, While Andrew Garfield is my favorite performance out of all of these, I feel like Will Smith is going to take this. So I'm going Will Smith. Yeah. 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 Like the reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. Cody. Yeah. Um, I mostly agree with Jackson. I really want Denzel to win here. If I'm being completely honest, I think he deserves it probably the most. But I think it's likely between the Cumberbund and Wilson. <laughs> um, the sad thing is, I think Will Smith is going to win as well, just because he's Will Smith. <sighs> sad. Uh, <laughs> he's never won an Oscar before, has he? Nominated twice. Yeah, gotcha. I did. Uh, deservedly not but i think he will win this year so that is my pick will smith you know he's more of a you know normal actor i would say but it was a very good performance (laughs) there and if he does win he deserves it but i think there are stronger nominees but he's my pick regardless so who cares corbin i'm also going to take will smith in this category (laughs) that was just an an interesting rant from cody there so will smith normal actor Will Smith, this is his time. This is his YouTube moment. Rewinding. If yeah, I was gonna say if he YouTube wins, he'll so YouTube rewind the most hated, most disliked video on YouTube will have an Oscar winner like in it, which is kind of wild to think about. Oh, um, that's hot. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> uh, uh, um uh for everyone's reasoning, I I kind I'm only agreeing with Cody on one point is that I think that there are 
other nominees that deserve it more just by performance. I think the King Richard performance is great. I would maybe give it to Cumberbatch, but I'm not going to do that. I think that the sentiment is Will Smith and it's Will Smith all the way. I think Will Smith was great. And I think that the narrative is just Will Smith right now. It's very close, but I am going. I, well, my personal pick would be Andrew Garfield, but I, I kind of agree. Yeah. We think that. Sorry, go ahead, Jackson. Oh, I was just going to say is Cumberbatch. He was nominated for imitation War. game. I mean, yeah, but he didn't win that. So it might be Will Smith's time, even if he doesn't necessarily like, yeah, I think... earn this win, like kind of like what they did with DiCaprio a little bit, but yeah, like, they do it all the time. I think it's I can now. also see, I could also see Denzel getting it to kind of just like boost their numbers. Cause like he currently holds, he's tied with uh, Mahershala Ali for like most um, wins by a black actor. But yeah, just like yeah. any um, black actor or actress, I think. So yeah. maybe they give it to him yeah. to like boost the stats a little bit. I don't know. Could be, but I will say Denzel has now been nominated in five decades, five Damn. separate decades. So wow. he's good. That. He's, he's great. Um, Hot take. Denzel yeah. Washington is great. He is great. Love it. He's good in that movie. I think he's miscast personally, but uh Whoa. What I was going to say before, do we think Will Smith's prior beef with the Oscars has any effect on his chances of winning here? What was his prior beef? I don't know he if I'm familiar. Boycotted it and said he wasn't going to attend back in like 2016 because they were just the whole Oscar's so white. Oscar's so happened, white. And Will Smith was somebody that really headed that up. So I think maybe giving it to Will Smith would be the way to win a lot of people over. Maybe that's like, all right, we've heard your, your pleas and you're right. So here you go. I mean, Who knows? I couldn't think of any bigger movie star to give an Oscar to maybe like make it like people might watch this if Will Smith gets an Oscar, you know? So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Welcome to earth. All right. Actress in a leading role. Jessica Chastain, the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman, the lost daughter, Penelope Cruz, parallel mothers, Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos and Kay Stew, Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Uh, I don't know if we're on Cody or Corbin, so let's just go with uh, Cody. Yeah, I think this might be the biggest toss-up of the night. Absolutely. Obviously, a lot of very good performances. Um, I willed it down to a couple that I was trying to pick between. I think Kristen Dunst has a very good chance to win, honestly, which I don't know Chris, if I... Kristen Stewart does, too. Oh, her too. <laughs> <Sorry. Yeah. laughs> Not Kristen Dunst. Yeah. Kristen does out of my mouth. Wow, the somebody messed up a name. How dare they? <laughs> oh, at least it's a you know a legit name. Who, who's Timothy? Uh, what, what's his face? But uh, you know, sure, he's a real person somewhere. <laughs> Kristen Dunst, absolutely no chance. Kristen Stewart, I think, has a legit chance, and I would like to see her win. But I think I'm going to pick Olivia Coleman for the upset. Just because Olivia Coleman is such a good actress in general, I think, and her past performances as well have been building to, I think, another Oscar win. So I'm going to pick Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter. Huge. Love it. Corbin. Yeah, so I think we have three former Oscar winners in this category. Is that correct? Coleman, Cruz, and Kidman? That is correct, so, yes. Bit of a toss-up here, but I'm going to go Olivia Coleman as well. Uh, I feel like the Academy just kind of loves Olivia Coleman and she's a great actress. Haven't seen the film yet, but I'm going to go Olivia Coleman. I will say The Lost Daughter is a fine movie. Um, I am also going Olivia Coleman. Oh, wow. um, 
which is interesting because I wanted to take any of the three people that actually played real people because the Academy loves that stuff. So I was going to go either Chastain, Stewart or Kidman decided against it. And I think that the Oscars just love Olivia Coleman. And I think they want another very charming, fun Oscar acceptance speech. Um, and they didn't do it last year for the father because she wasn't there and couldn't do it. So I think that's why, because <laughs> she was trapped in the UK. I don't remember who won. Who won last year for Best Actress? Francis McDormand. Oh, Franny D. For Nomadland, yeah. She, oh. gave, she gave a good speech. Three-time winner. So, yeah. So I think Olivia Coleman here. I don't feel good about any of it, though, because this is a true toss-up. I think Penelope Cruz is the odd one out, unfortunately, even though that was a good performance. But I think it's between Olivia Coleman and the three real people. What about all of Nicole Kidman's efforts in that AMC ad? Oh, uh, we make movies better. Gosh, that could be maybe that could help. Does that help her or hurt her? People will know who she is. <laughs> like, oh, it's the girl from lady from the movies. But people don't go to the movie theaters anymore. So I don't know. Interesting. We'll see. Yeah. I, in Twilight. This is the one I am like not like this is maybe like my least uh, knowledgeable uh, guess for this one. Just because like one, all of these are like really well-established people um these movies i've been hearing but i haven't heard being the ricardos is like amazing or anything but i've heard good things from like everything else um i would really like to see kristen stewart win i think that'd be cool that she gets some like appreciation because she's been like famously slandered for being like a bad actress for like a decade at least and i i think she I, i think she's done her run in like the indie movie stuff to where like she's earned uh her spot at the table so i think maybe kristen stewart's year is this year i love it a new moon if you will Mm -hmm. (laughs) great stuff all right we got two left we got best director nominees kenneth branagh belfast ryosuke hamaguchi drive my car paul thomas anderson licorice pizza jane campion the power of the dog and steven spielberg heard of him west side story uh it's corbin's lead here yeah so if i'm being honest i think the real winner is probably jane campion uh but i i wanted to go outside the box here and I, i'm taking right you see hamaguchi nice listen drive nice. my car it's gotten a little bit of love uh but obviously we think it's going to win best international feature film best adapted screenplay and a best picture nom let's Let's make the Oscars different. I think, you know, nobody really expected Parasite to do anything in 2019. Obviously, this is a very different film from Parasite. I think it's a little bit less accessible. Uh, It's been seen by less people. It's obviously a three-hour long movie that's a slow burn, whereas Parasite is shorter and and has very, like, comedic undertones that makes it accessible to everyone. But, listen, people seem to love this movie. The ones that have seen it have nothing but good things to say about it. So let's give it a win here. Best Director. I love it. I love the reasoning, but I'm going with the cynical Oscars. Well, not cynical because we're giving a, a woman hey, the best director. Oh, so fine. You know, two years in a row. Will it happen? I don't know. Ooh, man. So I'm going with Jane Campion. Uh, we'll see. She's been nominated once before for the piano. That was a long time ago. So I'm going to go with Jane Campion and let's give women Oscars. How about that? Hot take. Who's to say? Apparently Jackson. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Jane Campion as well, just because, yeah, she is the only woman who has been nominated. And I think her movie is like leading in all of the, you know, nominations as well, which is like maybe a good, you know, 
indication of where they're leading with that stuff. Um, yeah, she did a great job. She handled some very serious source material that was like like very adult and very, you know, like not for everybody. And like she presented it in a way that like I don't like I just really liked how like it was like obviously very symbolic and like on the nose at times, but like yeah, it was good. It was good symbolism. It was good, good directing. I love it. Jane Campion. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you guys saying. First out, uh, big ups to my guy Spielberg. I believe he's had movies nominated for like six different decades. Don't quote me on that, but I believe that is true. So that's insane. That's a fact. Yeah, I'll take you. I mean, I'm going with Jane Campion here. I feel like uh, Corbin is really throwing. I don't know what he's picking here, but I feel like Jane Campion is the obvious choice. And uh, yeah, I don't think it's a hot take, but. I think women, uh, you know, give them more Oscars as well. And this one's definitely deserved. So go and drink. I guess it really, you know, really comes down to does, does Netflix hate streaming or international films more? Mm. <laughs> you might not be wrong. Interesting. Well, maybe we'll find out here in our final category. Our final category, best picture, everyone. Nominees, Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car. Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Um, oh, shoot, it's me. Dang. Um, first of all, we haven't mentioned Licorice Pizza at all, I don't think, but um, I still love that movie. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, I think we talked about everything else pretty well. I think that it's finally Netflix's year. I think Power of the Dog is winning. And is that good or bad for the Academy Awards? I don't know. I think it's bad, but for the show, for I should say, I think it's bad for the show as a whole because no one knows what Power of the Dog is. If Dune won, that'd be great for the show, but I don't think it's going to happen. The Denis Nam tells me that that's not going to happen. So, and if Don't Look Up wins, I'll jump off a building or something, but um, <laughs> it'll be like a Green Book win. Um, so, yeah um jackson what about you what do you got yeah this is um a toss-up for me between the power of the dog and coda which may be like a hot take i don't know movies i really liked coda and yeah the more i'm looking at it it looks like a lot of these movies were streaming um because you had three power of the dog three distributed by streaming services five of them were available because you had dune and what nightmare alley were the hbo ones oh yeah king King Richard. richard hmm yeah so I think but I think nobody saw that. Movie, so. <laughs> I it's not even uh, on HBO Max anymore. King That's Richard. So, so dumb. It'll be back up. Surely it'll be. Dude, back don't up. Even, King or HBO Max has been taking stuff off left and right lately, it. and it's been Paddington it's been Two mad. is leaving this month. They oh, I took watch off. It. They took off like five of their DC movies, and it's like you guys own the rights to this. I don't know why. They must you're have doing some this. weird um, streaming deal with somebody, or unless they. I, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know why you'd make those deals if you have the know. exclusive rights to them. It, it's yeah. annoying. But yeah, with that said, uh, Power of the Dog, and maybe I would be really happy if Coda won, but who knows? That'd be sick. Cody? Yeah, obviously, Best Picture's tough. A lot of good options. I think Belfast actually has a chance to win, and I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Uh, arriving talking up the entire uh, pod here and yeah i'm taking its fifth win in my book and uh best picture 
obviously this is massive for Netflix. It's actually like pulling one out finally. And like, I feel like they have the momentum, obviously that, like, you know, the Oscars is still in a month or so. So things could change pretty easily. But as of right now, I have to pick the power of the dog. I feel like uh, otherwise it's just not a smart pick. So yeah, why not? Corbin, bring us home. What do you got? I would rather see Coder or Belfast take the cake, but I got to go power the dog here. So, uh, you know, this, I guess it is finally Netflix's time. I, I really do, personally don't love this movie, but, you know. Don't pick it. Don't pick it. No, well, I think it's going to win. So, <laughs> what don't you like the about first it? time I don't love the movie that wins Best Picture, Cody? <laughs> what don't you love about it? It's just boring. <laughs> It's a oh, slow burn. It's a slow for burn sure. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, a lot of these are. <laughs> it <yeah>. seems. <laughs> yeah. So I think if I I don't know. It's the thing is like, you know, we talk about the theater experience being great because like seeing things on a big screen, but there's also something we said about like if I'm not in the movie theater, it's so much easier for my mind to drift to my phone or to something else. That's fair. So right. like Power of the Dog is one being a streaming only film. Like me trying to watch this on my laptop, like it's so much easier for me to get distracted where like something like Belfast, which maybe would be something I would be. I saw this movie in theaters by myself and I I really was just like brought into it. There's also with Belfast, a special like appreciation for like movie going within the themes of the story uh, that I think also fits as well. But Power of the Dog, I don't know. It's boring, but it'll win. Whatever. I was um, just a tangent. I was shocked when I went to see Belfast. My theater was packed for Belfast. It was really? like hype. Like people were laughing and it was, it was fun. I think I was one of like four people in the theater, but well, yeah. there you go. where is Belfast available? Cause that's like the one I've been wanting to see really bad, but haven't had any luck know. finding. You might I think you can rent it, but otherwise. Hmm. Tough. Come to Chicago. Tough. I think it's playing in theaters still. I think they put it Showing back in, in Kokomo. If you want to go Ooh. see it there. Oh, good old I'd Kokomo. rather die than go to Kokomo. There's probably theaters in Indy. Yeah, there are Indianapolis theaters. You can see it. All right, I'll okay. check it out um those are our picks um we'll post our picks on jackson will you post our picks on the instagram or what are you gonna do are you gonna wait a while i i was thinking we'd wait a little bit and maybe do like uh once we get some branding going with our oscar sheets that we're wanting to make then then we'll do some like bigger stuff with that cool but but yeah maybe the ones that we like all agreed on i'll post about or something so dope because we had a couple that we thought were were lock ins so Oh yeah! Shout out Cruella. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet. Any any final remarks on the Oscars before we move on? Anyone? I, I have a couple different things. I was gonna. I have two things I wanted to talk about. One is what snubs you thought there were mm-hmm. uh, for this Oscars. If you guys wanted to run with that really quick, Denis obviously. I don't know how he's not that's the best the big director. One. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's I thought Nick Cage was kind of a big one. Like unironically, that would have like, that would have been like the it would have been like a like a Mitchell's versus the machines or like a drive my car type of deal. That would have been the film lovers like get Nick Cage in there. Yeah, would have been a long shot, but I thought it was really good in Pig. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, who else off the top? Lady Gaga, pers- of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Personally, <laughs> I think <laughs> Tick Tick Boom should go over uh, Don't Look Up, but maybe that's I would agree. Not a hot take. I mean, I thought Tick, Tick, Boom was awesome. Like, I'd put it over many of those. Yeah. But tough. No being the Ricardos in there, which is I and, like. Yeah. And Quiet <laughs> Place 2, no noms there for, like, 
I don't know. Yeah, the French the French dispatch just got skunked. Mm-hmm. Like it, no, no production stuff. design. Yeah. No. Green Knight French dispatch. Green Knight, totally Green Knight. Ooh, a Dev Patel nomination would have been really cool to see. A Ryan Reynolds uh, best actor nom for Free Guy didn't get no, that. No, thank you. That was tough. I would have liked a Bradley Cooper supporting nom for Licorice Pizza because he is insane in that movie. What's his screen time in that, Carter? Like eight minutes. That's Doesn't Mahershala Ali have Listen, like less screen yeah, time? People have no, one it's more like for twenty less. minutes. He's in like is twenty it? minutes of Moonlight. I bet it's less than fifteen for Moonlight. I don't. I don't think it's that much. I don't know. That'd be interesting to go go look back. Hey man, category fraud happens all the time. I don't know. Hannibal Lecter. Um, true. true. Yeah. Twenty minutes of screen time in in Moonlight. For the record, there you go. I bet. I bet Bradley Cooper's got it's like fifteen. If I had to guess, I don't know. Anyway, that's all I that's all I could think of off the top of my head. What so was your other question? Seven minutes. Seven, seven minutes. Wow. <laughs> that would be elite. I mean, he really milks his screen time, man. I'll tell you. Bradley Cooper had a good year. That he did. All right. And then my final question was, uh, I want each of you to pitch a new category for the Oscars. Oh, easy. I've got what like is several. Give one. Um, I think that casting, there needs to be a... a Oscar for casting directors because it's hard to put a movie together where everyone feels like they're in the same movie. Like they've belonged to the movie. I think there should be, because this would nominate movies like, like movies that don't even get recognized. Like it could be like the ensemble movie or the ensemble nominations kind of that happen at like the BAFTAs, I think, or I'm thinking of the actors guild probably, but yeah, I think casting directors need a category. That'd be fun. I'd like that. I think like stunt work should get recognized personally. Yes. Tom Cruise would win every year. (laughs) Like, I don't know how they would like, if they'd give that to like the stunt men or just like the movie in general. But like, I think that would be really sick. Give it to the stunt men. Yeah. Yeah. I would say personally, I'd like to see a little more inclusion of animation. So maybe some voice acting. uh, Voice acting would be huge. That'd be be really good. I think that'd be super fun. Uh, Have best, uh, Male lead, female lead, even throw in supporting if you want to. But I think I feel like anime is just like kind of the lone wolf sometimes in, in these categories. And it's hard to na- uh, nominate them outside of best animated feature. And I feel like sometimes they do deserve more. True. Yeah, I think you could do like uh, like voice acting mixed with like mocap performances or something if you wanted to. Mm, I think yeah, that'd be cool. like a good, That's I don't true. know what you'd call that, but like I think that'd be pretty sick. The Andy Circus Award. Yeah. <laughs> like digital acting or something. I don't know what they'd do it, but. Cool. I swear, I swear, Cody has hated on me for the the best voice actor award take before. He just had to pull it out, take it from. I just, just want to say I've made that claim before, and Cody has talked shit about it. So that maybe, but <laughs> since that's been taken, I'll say uh, I think like a, a child acting award, like maybe make it mm. under eighteen. Oh, that'd be cool. Like that uh, I'd like that I mean, a lot. This year, like, like Belfast, like you know the the main main actor in that movie, like. Give him some more like appreciation for that kind something. of stuff. I think is would be great. Jude Hill. Jude Hill. Yeah, I love it. No, I agree with that. That's a really fun category. Sick. We just made the Oscars better. We got to get that popular movie Oscar back in there. Figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Carter, did you have any others you wanted to throw in since you said you had a lot? Uh, you guys actually took all mine though, so, which was good. But my other one oh, is sick. that if we did, if I think the popular movie Oscar idea was is good, but it. There's so many just like red flags and things you have to work out. Like, does that mean you can't nominate it for best picture? Does that lessen the award? 
Is it based on box office earnings or what is it based on? Like, there's a lot of like, things. Do people vote on it or something? Yeah. Like, what is it? Like, is it just a, a teen choice award? You know, like, what, what does it become? I think there's. You could, you could have the like Academy, like, like put up the like nominees and then like the winner is like voted on by people. That way, like, there's no like troll movies that like get in or something, but like, like Hubie Halloween doesn't win or something like that. Oh, you know come I mean? on, man. <laughs> but like, I think that'd be kind of interesting. I they think, do like the the NBA All Star voting, fifty percent based on fans, twenty five percent. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like that could work. I mean, that would get people to watch your show. I mean, totally you your ratings up. Like, and I've always totally. I've always said too, I want to see how the voting shakes out. Like, I want to see the number of votes that at least like, the ballots. Yeah, That'd show cool. me the ballots. Show me That'd what really people cool. voted. I think that I want to see how close things were. But, Stop the cow. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Wonderful. Um, let's move on, Jackson, to what? The list is life. The list is an absolute good. The list is life. Oh, boy. We got two guests here for The List is Life this week. Um, what do we want to do? I could, um, you could go random. Both could go random. Um, I could tell you the oscar best picture nominees my order in which i think they're they are we can do both what do you want to do that's what i want to hear i want to hear you rank the yeah i really want to hear you rank those honestly all right i'll start at the bottom number 10 don't look up uh i should say and that's the lowest one i gave it three and a half stars i thought the look up was just good it was good um number nine maybe just some controversy well you haven't seen drive my car right this is true. Drive my car. Okay, so, so that's number nine. You're right. I haven't seen Drive My Car. That's the only one I haven't seen. Um, so number nine, don't look up. Number eight, Coda. Whoa. Wow, pretty low. Mm. Number mm. seven, The Power of the Dog. Whoa. Whoa. That's what I thought that would be too. Mm. Number six, King Richard. <gasps> number five, Nightmare Alley. Number four, Licorice Pizza. Adore that movie. Number three, Belfast. Number two, Dune. Number one, West Side Story was my favorite of those nominees. I had a blast at West Side Story. It's on record. I think it's better than the original. I think I said it on the podcast to, yeah. So that's my ranking. All right. Do we want to go random or what do you guys want to do? Or do we want to just move on? I'll throw a number out there. You give me the first number. I'll give you the next two. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, I'll oh, say so it's gotta be a in the thousands. <laughs> it's between one and two thousand two hundred and twenty-two. Uh, go to three digit here, three digit. Okay, well I'm gonna say twenty-three. So yeah, oh, I guess that. we're going four digit. <laughs> well, no, you could. Well, you 20, twenty-three is not on the list. So we're, we're screwed already. So it's it has to be, the, be a one digit. Yeah. Yeah. So Cody, you have to say one number. I'm confused. Uh, nine. There you go. Uh, 239. <laughs> or 9, 923. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at 239. Okay, now let me go see what 923 is, and I'll just see which one I think would be more fun to talk about. Definitely not that one. All right. Um, 293, I'll tell you. Um, number 293. Oh, wait. What I mean, did we say? 239? <laughs> 293 was not. 239, 239, good 239. lord. Okay, 239, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <gasps> oh, I mm. love this I feel like movie. you guys have done this before for the list of life. 
have we maybe well we did a rom-com We've, episode We've yeah talked we talked about, about it for it. rom-coms maybe maybe it's one of my favorite Check movies we'll the super play. underrated guy uh, so paul underrated paul rudd is it because paul you can see so uh, his okay. penis in it uh that's uh, just yes. a that's just the cherry on top the <laughs> the large swinging cherry that is shown too many times on top i agree um <laughs> wonderful stuff uh <laughs> That was. Hey, there's, uh, there's no. We can't just leave it on that. There's no, puppets. Come on, man. I think that's Paul all Rudd, you need to say. Paul Rudd is maybe the funniest he's ever been in a movie. Yes. Dracula, I don't. That, that may just be. That may just be me. Bill Hader's also really good in it. I'm it's on all the moon. great. It's so funny. Where is get him to the Greek on the list? <laughs> Haven't seen it. Oh wow. But it'll be okay. two thirty-eight. <laughs> it's Love much it. worse. Than the, yeah, I'll get the or that um okay let's move on to i'll have what she's having i'll have what she's having uh recommendations i'm gonna start with uh the jackson oh yeah for sure um i would like to recommend if you have to see any of these, get an Apple Plus subscription and check out Coda because I think it's really sweet. Um, it's really funny. And it may be one of the best coming of age movies I've seen in a really long time, which is saying something because I effing love coming of age movies. So, yeah, Coda. Oh, I was on mute. Oops. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll go and I'll leave our guests to, to, to say what they want. Um, first of all, the Super Bowl. Uh, that's oh, yeah. Uh, check <laughs> that, about that out. That'll be a big thing. Um, Moonfall, anyone? Uh, oh man! All right. Anyway, marry me, anyone? That's not a. That's not a movie. I'm just asking. Um, <laughs> okay. And then Death on the Nile is also coming out this weekend. If anyone's interested in that. But I echo what Jackson said. Check out these streaming movies that are available. Coda is like the one of the most. Like movies that like I was not on my radar at all, and I watched it, and I was like, that was adorable. It was really good. So I liked it a lot. Yeah, check out Coda, Apple TV. Uh, Cody. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to see uh, River on the Nile this, uh, this weekend. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, actually, I do want to defend. Uh, don't look up a little bit. Actually, it was one of my out of the top ten. There, I'd probably put it in five. Uh, it's it's a mid tier, I think, a uh, best picture noms. How many but, of the um, ten have you seen, Cody? Uh, at least at least nine uh no but uh i would also <laughs> i would also recommend uh a prior episode of the rough cut retrospective which i was on yes oh what's going on but uh yeah the hot takes episode it was a fun one if you haven't seen it definitely go it's check a great it out. one i agree but uh yeah also check out cap at also as well uh corbino shows out right now you got it at Cap Podcast everywhere, K H A P O D C A S T. Nice. Follow us. Yeah, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. You're on TikTok. Yeah, you guys are everywhere. Yeah, they're on TikTok. I followed them the other Whoa. day. Oh. I know. It's good Carter stuff. Doesn't even have a personal TikTok. So. It's true. Uh, I have a watch. Addition. That's my TikTok. You know. Go die. <laughs> <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> Yeah, so my recommendations are uh, <laughs> if you're getting an Apple TV Plus subscription, then you might as well enjoy the other things that are available. So if you mm-hmm. want to spend an hour and 45 minutes not understanding anything, you can watch Denzel <laughs> and Francis McDonald uh, read Shakespeare. Gorgeous uh, movie. I will say The Witches in that movie is probably the most like successful part of it. Uh, 
I think but it's really well done. That's incredible acting that performance. That Very mm-hmm. creepy. Uh, but obviously, Coda's on there as well. And then, you know, if you want a TV show, Ted Lasso, check it out. Hell yeah. Um, and then I, again, would you know recommend any Oscar-nominated film. Uh, but Belfast is one I feel like really underseen. So go check it out. Really beautiful story about when Kenneth Branagh was just a child. Just a wee lad. A wee lad. Um, I've, I have a question for the Apple TV users. Have you seen that like Jason Momoa where he's blind? See, show? it's called like C, right? Yeah, no, I haven't. Is it, what is Dave it? Batista is in it too. Right? He is. Yeah, oh, he's man. I think he got him season two. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a society where they're. I'm making this up. They're blind. Or I don't know. In a society, and they're on a football team. <laughs> Shout out Audible. <laughs> Check out Audible. By the way. Check out all the animated. Is shorts. this episode sponsored by Audible? <gasps> Go listen to. <laughs> Go listen to Audible on Audible. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, not anyway, yet. I wish. One day. One day. Um, Jackson, plug our socials yes. now, please. They can follow us on our one social, which is Instagram, and the at is at roughcut underscore pod. Give us a follow, please. Heck yeah. And with that, we're done. What a monstrous Oscars episode we just went through. I love it. Round of applause for everyone. So good. Shout out as always, to Jackson. But <sighs> especially this week, Cody and Corbin, thanks for coming on, man. We love our little compadres, and it's a pleasure as always. Yeah, if you haven't listened le- yet, Carter and Jackson were both on our podcast this week for our season two finale, so go check that out. It was great. Uh, it was a really good time. Twice. And uh, yeah. yeah. Appreciate having us back on, though, man. Uh, big ups, big ups. Glad we could make it happen. There was yes. today. There was some man. potential that we weren't going to be here, but we we made it happen. We made it work. We it moved, worked out. We moved heaven and earth to get you here, and we appreciate it. So, <laughs> with that, we love you. We love you. Love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon. Good evening, and good night.